and welcome back to the best thing you watched this week. It's been a couple of weeks. Uh, it, well, for us, it's been a couple of weeks, but we've had content out. Thank you so much for joining us. I still feel like I need to be in Venice. I tried wearing my hat, but it doesn't go over my headphones, so that doesn't really work. But I brought it back with me, so you can see I totally embrace the lifestyle of Italy. But I'm excited to be back because it's it's given me a break. I have watched a plethora of content. I'm sure you have mm-hmm. as well, Chris. Yep. So if this is a nine-hour talk, just bear with, bear with us because we've got a lot to talk about. We will try and keep it entertaining as always. We will go off on tangents as always. I think we're going to have some diff- differing opinions, which I think makes it fun. Yeah. Uh, Chris, how's your few weeks been uh, content-wise, health-wise? Do you want to share with us your most intimate personal details to the YouTubes? Maybe don't. Well, yeah. So I've been having this pain down in my gut area. I said don't. No. Oh, don't. Don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. It's been it's been a good couple of weeks. Um, you know, the watching has been mixed. Uh, mm-hmm. There has definitely been some poo. There have been some really awesome things as well. So I am excited to just chat and, you know, catch up and figure awesome. out what, what we all watched. Yeah. Nice. Um. Before we get into what we normally do, I should just remind everybody that we have our podcast and Patreon. Our podcast will be entertainment uh, news and what we're looking forward to coming and anything else that we just missed out that perhaps we want to put into the podcast. That'll be at the end. Um, if you're listening to the audio version of this, that'll be at the end of this kind of YouTube version. If you want to listen to the extra content that we have exclusively for audio podcasts, then wherever you listen to podcasts, that's where we are at. And then our Patreon this week, because DC have been in the news so much, there is actually a lot to talk about. So we're going to talk about what's going on with DC. I think Chris has gathered some news. I've gathered some of my sources and we're going to have some interesting tidbits there to talk about. Uh, especially this last couple of days has been some really weird news from DC. So we're going to talk about that. So if you want to join and support us, hopefully we have a l- something that you will find in the Patreon bit. Entertaining. I think you will because we have over 40 videos there now. So, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of content. Wow. Uh, and that's all like if you want to join the, the 499 subscription service you'll get them all uh, so you'll have a lot so you will have a lot uh, bang for your buck as they say I don't know who says it but they says it uh, <laughs> should we get into who won the, the competition Chris <laughs> yes yes okay so you got to bear with us because we have three weeks to get through since oh. we have been um, well yeah anyway yes Ruben Ruben ran away and so there you go uh, <laughs> <laughs> brave, okay. brave, so Robin. <laughs> my wife always says that to me. She quotes uh, Monty Python, but she puts my name. Uh, brave, brave, so Ruben, who bravely ran nice. away. Nice. I don't think it's nice. It's not very friendly, no. is it? Well, no, it is funny, though. So. But when there's a spider, it is true. <laughs> and oh, she rescues dude. me. Dude, have I told you how I broke my leg or my foot from a spider? Did you actually? Ever told you? Yeah, but yeah, but have I ever that. told you no. that story? No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's have story time. Okay. Okay. So, okay. I don't like spiders at all. No. Um, I totally understand. Years and that. years. Yeah, you know, years and years ago, um, before my wife and I got married, we were sitting down um, in my parents' living room, and we were literally just filling out the invitations, you know, addressing all the things. And I was sitting cross-legged on the floor, and this spider walked across my leg Uh, now 
if you ask my wife, my parents, anybody who it was not walking on, they will tell you the spider is like this big, just really, really, really tiny. I don't believe it. It was the size of a quarter. Okay. And it was on my freaking leg. So I'm sitting cross-legged. And so I literally just jumped straight up. And when I came down, my foot went and I broke I broke the toe, oh, the right. bone that connects no. to my toe in there. Yeah, and so we're we're a couple of months out from the wedding, luckily. But I'm walking around for the next six <laughs> weeks with a cast on. Uh, did you burn the house down afterwards, Chris? That's what I need. No, to know. I couldn't even find it because it hurt so bad. Like I stood up, you know, and <laughs> like after I did that, I stood up and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that really hurts." And um, all of my coworkers, uh, when they found out, um, they started calling me Spider Man. They got me keychains that said Spider-Man on them. Thanks, coworkers. Yeah, I appreciate the compassion. That's outstanding. Yes, (laughs) you can always trust your coworkers to fulfill the needs of the the world with that sort of thing. (laughs) To be totally nice and supportive there, Mm -hmm. yes. Oh, Mm -hmm. goodness. Okay, yeah, so I hate spiders. And I I should have burned the house down because that's really the only appropriate way to... Well, I have numerous spider spider stories. We'll save that one one of them for next week. Um... Uh, movie quotes who who won them yeah chris okay so let's see um june 17th that's how far we're going back so right. june 17th the answers were gone in 60 seconds south park and the fifth element so nice. on mine it was elijah talbot who mm. he, the first per the first correct answer there so mm-hmm. congratulations elijah that's awesome uh on the 24th uh i was no this isn't the one okay so psycho which I got that one. Proud of myself there. Nice. Uh, the Thing from 1982, which I love the movie. I did not get the quote, though. Ah. And then The Conjuring. That yeah. was your final quote there. Yeah, that was a tricky and one. It, it was. Well, both um, Vera Morris and Nostromo, they got the first two right. Right. But you were so good with The Conjuring, nobody got it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so good on you for stumping the internet. That is yeah. outstanding. Yes. Excellent. Okay. And so last week's, the, the 31st of June, mm-hmm. uh, Dumb and Dumber, yep. Training Day, yep. and Pulp Fiction. Yes. And so I we have two winners, Vera mm-hmm. Morris, got it right. And actually, I had a couple more on mine that, that also guessed it correctly, but Vera was the first one on my video to... Uh, to guess correctly. And you had um, at least yeah. one also, right? Uh, yeah, I had one person, FYCS60. Um, interesting start to your name, but Orion Ravi Patel. Perhaps you'll have to tell us what the, the intro means. But yeah, got all three right. Uh, nice. So congratulations. That is good work, guys. You guys are really knowledgeable. You guys are excellent. Uh, you should be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> make up a, a movie quiz uh, for us maybe give us your own movie quizzes in the comments and see if Chris and I can get them Ooh. without looking at Google because be, that could be fun for us that, yeah. that, I, I love that idea that's a great idea Ruben yeah. uh, and talking about movie quizzes there is a, there's a game called the movie misquote game which I've acquired in preparation for these movie quotes and rather than me just pulling off random ones I thought I would I would work smart, not harder. And so now I have a bunch of cards. There's there's a few with the full quotes in them, but they're also just a few words from the quotes as a trick okay. to see how good you are. Now, I'm oh, still wow. going to do my three, but this kind of comes down to you, Chris, because 
Will you be able to get the quote? And if you do, we will keep that one. If you don't, I will give you an extra chance by saying the full quote out. And if you get that, then we'll keep it. If not, I'll move on until we've got three. We could be here for okay. three hours. Uh, but I, so I let think me get you're fairly knowledgeable. Uh, well, yeah, no pressure. So you don't here. say That's... it, but if you know it, we'll move on. But if I know it, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that would be but that would be what was that movie where um, <laughs> they kept they're try they're testing somebody oh it was like how many fingers I'm holding up what movie is that it um, I don't know. is it Tom Cruise it with a a woman that has these oh, my cousin Vinny okay where, um, he he asks her how many and the judge is like let the record state that he's holding up three fingers. <laughs> seriously judge (laughs) (laughs) nice so i will not say the answer out loud okay please don't say the answer out loud all right (laughs) let's do this people are you guys ready are you are you ready okay three words for the first one okay robin williams knuckles no okay full quote your face looks like robin's williams knuckles Still no. Okay. Uh, what? Um, I guess I'll give the answer as we're not going to use it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yes. this is from Knocked Up, and it was Ben Stone that said it. Two thousand seven. Oh, that's. Do, do, do you know the? Do you know when I saw that movie? In two thousand seven. Yeah. Do you know the last time I saw that movie? In two thousand seven. Yeah. All, right, all right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this one is easier. I hope you've seen this movie <laughs> because Ruben. if you if you haven't, then uh, we need to rectify this. Okay. Okay. Chew bubblegum and kick ass. You got it. Yes. All I right. Yes. I don't even yeah, need yeah. to do the full quote. Nice. No. I no, thought you might you one. might know that. It's such a great film. It's yeah. it still holds up today, even though it's old. Yeah. It's yeah. been a little while since I've since I've seen it. My kids watched it within the last two or three years. Nice. And, and we, funny enough, we were literally like a week ago quoting that portion quoting. of it too. Nice. For, yeah. Okay. For, I don't know why, but. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, this is a great one. I'll try and do a little voice. Great ass. No. Okay, I'll do the full quote. Because she's got a great ass and you got your head all the way up it. Because she's got a great ass and you got your head all the way up it. I'm trying to alone. It's a really unique voice. Because she's got a great ass and you got your head all the way up it. There's no laughing at it. I'm just giggling as I'm saying it. No, I don't. No. I, You're going to kick my, yourself. I, it reminds me of a different quote, but um, okay. no, I don't know this one. All right. I guess I'll say the movie. This yeah. is Heat, Vincent Hanna. Yeah. You can hear it now. That I, You can see I him can saying it, it right? Yeah. 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 Oh, it, it's tricky when out of context. Okay. Moving on. I think you'll get this one. I'm pretty sure you'll get this one. No pressure, Chris. <laughs> yeah. A seven and a half foot long forty. Wait, let me try again. A seven and a half foot long, fifty-four inch wide gorilla. Would you like the full quote? Yes, please. Okay. Are you saying that you put an abnormal brain into a seven and a half foot long, fifty-four inch <laughs> wide gorilla? 
Yes. <laughs> See, if you would have started just with that first part, that's yeah. all I needed. <laughs> that's why That's why it's the movie misquote game, because it's out of context. Okay, so you, you got yes. this. Okay, cool, yes. Okay, cool, 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 yes. cool, 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 cool. Nice. <laughs> I love that movie. So yes. classic. I know oh, you do. <laughs> um, okay, ready for the third one? Yes. Lewd, crude, rude bag of pre-chewed food, dude. That see that sounds familiar. Mm. That's actually the I mean, full quote. That's a full quote. Yeah. No. Okay. That is Hook. Peter Banning. Oh yes. Bangarang. Bangarang. Yeah. All right. Um, this will be interesting to see if you get this one. Okay. Varmint Puntang. I smell varmint poontang, and the only good varmint poontang is a dead varmint poontang, I think. Mm, <laughs> I think I know that one. You want me to keep it, but or I'm not, you're not sure? Let me, can I look it up really quick? Sure. Because you'll know if you're right or not. Yeah, I guess that, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... Oh, nope, I was wrong. Okay. okay. So that's from Caddyshack. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, you might get this one. People who... No, I was giving you the full quote. So just how about shampoo my crotch? No. <laughs> People who talk in metaphors are to shampoo my crotch. More grumpy, way more grumpy. People who talking metaphors or to shampoo my crotch you're not getting this one okay (laughs) that's as good as it gets apparently i'm terrible as good as oh i dude i haven't seen that in like (laughs) the i think when it first came out also all right all right i got a voice for you i think this will help a snowblower a snowblower if I say the full quote, you'll definitely get it, I think. You think you got it? See, no? It. Okay. No. Mm-mm. Hey, laser lips, your mama was a snowblower. Hey, laser lips, your mama was a snowblower. Hey, no. laser lips, your mama was a snowblower. No? No. Oh my gosh, a short circuit. That's number five. Dude, yeah, no. See, these movies that I've seen, like, twice from... <laughs> that was that used to be one of my favorite films, uh, Short Circuit, in the 80s. What, yeah. Is that 1984? Uh, Five? 86, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen that outside of the 80s. Okay, I've gotten one here that is much easier, because it okay. was a backup. Because I, I thought, like, how long can we keep this going? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cotton-headed ninny-mungans? Cotton-headed yeah. ninny-mungus? Mungans? You got it? <laughs> nice. Yes. Yes. Okay. I like so that I don't, I don't even need to do a full quote for <laughs> No. That okay. No. We got the three. <laughs> you know, thanks for sticking with us on, which is now just the movie quiz podcast. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that was interesting. Oh, goodness. Well, if you enjoyed the back and forth like that, Ruben and I did do a Patreon video mm. where we where we quizzed each other. Yeah. And um, some of them we both get, 
and other ones we absolutely stumped each other, which was I think a lot of fun. But anyway, that just in case you're in case you're interested. I got a bonus one here. Not that you have to Ooh. guess it. I'll just tell everybody what it is. See if you can guess nice. it. Five weirdos dressed in togas. I'll do the full. When I see five weirdos dressed in togas stabbing a guy in the middle of a park in full view of 100 people, I shoot the bastards. (laughs) See, I should know that one. Mm -hmm. It's old as well. It's 1986. It's the naked gun. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Which is, again, now you can hear him saying it. But again, probably not one you've seen in, like, since 1986 20 years yeah yeah exactly oh but see some of these it's just worth a rewatch now because it's been forever in a day for so long yeah (laughs) yes yes oh goodness all right well i got a question if i may sure okay (laughs) if everybody was mentally incapable of lying how would how do you think that would change the world i think there'd be a lot less of us (laughs) i think there'd be far fewer people I, I think, agree with that. I actually think lying is a good thing. And I know that's con- controversial. But sometimes when your wife is having a bad day and she says, how do I look? And that particular dress might not look good in her. Or your best friend is having a bad day. And he's like, that was good, right? And you don't think it was that good, but you know you need to build him up. And you're like, yeah, well done. Good on you. There's, there's, yeah. Well, and, and th- even just like small disagreements or if, if strangers came up to you, right? Yeah, yeah. And they 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 said something and it's inconsequential. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, how are you doing? And you're having a terrible day. <laughs> you just say, I'm great. Thanks. Because if it you know, was I mean, like liar, liar. Yeah. Uh, whatever takes the focus off your head. Everybody's been <laughs> so nice to me. That's because you got huge. <laughs> how was it for you? I've had better. <laughs> yeah there's just gonna be fewer people (laughs) yeah yeah i don't think it ends well i mean i think you know i think there is an important lesson with with telling the truth you know and being honest but at the same time sometimes you just need to be quiet you know yeah (laughs) so 100 percent. yeah good question there you go yeah nice okay um yeah so we should get started because i think we've got some fun things to talk about yes we got a lot, yeah, because this is, yes, we I do. mean, weeks built up there. Yeah. All right. What do you uh, What do you want to start off with? Um, okay, so this is one that Warner Brothers keeps sending me stuff, which I uh, don't mind at all. Um, nice. Whenever you're watching, I think you'll be watching this on Sunday. This 4K version, at least for the UK, comes out on Monday. Uh, it is uh, Sonic 2. Oh, uh, fun. And what was interesting, I sat down and watched it with my wife. And um, her laughing at Jim Carrey was all the confirmation I needed to know whether this was actually a good movie and whether it was it was just me. Uh, it, it I haven't seen it since the cinema, mm. but I realized watching the second time how much adult content they have in there in the ways of jokes. So like uh, when Jim Carrey goes "Kladu Varata Nektu," you know nobody's going to get that except for adults who lived in the eighties. You know we recently had that quote on on here, yeah. and so it's, it's, I was like, "Oh, okay." And there was a lot of that. I was like, "That's brilliant." But 
obviously, as you know, whenever I review these 4K discs, we, you know, we do the boxes, has a nice sleeve cover, um, yeah. it has all the, 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 the ins and outs, so we've got the, the Blu-ray, we've got the, um, the 4K, which is still in my box because it's missing from there, which is still in my Xbox, <laughs> hilarious. And then it tells you about like their content. But the best thing about it is always the special features that you get on. Mm. If you can see the little writing, it says all new animated short featuring Sonic Tails and Knuckles, which was oh, very nice. cool because we, we haven't even had that third one yet with um, them in it. Like they appeared obviously in mm. the film together, but that yeah. extra content with them, I thought was very cool because I thought it, it like takes me back to my youth. I think for you and me, we probably grew up with the Sonic and Knuckles um, or, or just the various Sonic games that they are. We probably mm-hmm. played one somewhere. We can, you know, the theme tune, like, do, 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 you know, or the, the rings. The nostalgia was there for, for me in the movie, as well as all the commentaries, how they made it, you know, going, I love that sort of thing. Like the, the behind the scenes, very much worth your kind of 4K disc i think i might have bought it myself because i'm a big fan of jim carrey and anybody that allows jim carrey to go and be jim carrey man i would watch it it's like allowing nicholas cage to be nicholas cage you know don't hire these guys and then you know put them in a box put them into a, yeah you have to let them and and sonic somehow manages to do this is a sonic the hedgehog movie too we're still going to do the arc we're still going to progress the story we're going to have idris elba as knuckles who is just phenomenal Uh, but then we're gonna have jim carrey as like jim carrey but as mr eggman who is just just great physical acting funny dialogue definitely worth owning it and i was so surprised at how crisp it looked in 4k because i forget because I, I i mostly watch like dvds and blu-rays and you think mm. i know there's this argument of people go you can't see the difference but man when i put sonic on it's like you totally see the difference 4k is nice especially on films like this that are like brand new full cg mm. you know all of that it works very yeah. well so, especially really when they're Going, well, and especially when they're filmed that way too. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're, they're exactly. filmed for you know an eight K or whatever, and yeah, yeah. yeah it's, so it's not upgraded or upscaled. It's it's that way originally. So that was it was meant to be a quick mention, but uh, there it is. You know, the breakdowns, the behind the scenes, the extra content, the shorts that they have in it, the commentary which I've started listening to, which is hilarious, by the way. Great purchase. The. Um, the the animated short is that using like Ben Schwartz and Idris Elba's voice or is yeah. it no it's them oh well I couldn't tell oh, any wow. difference so yeah okay mm. rock on that's cool that's fun when does that you said that comes out uh, at least as far as this recording yeah, yeah. Um, in Monday a couple of days yeah. right yeah okay yeah peace uh, what would you like to start on um let's uh <clears throat> I nope. Like Man, to, I'm so looking forward to this film. It hasn't come so out you, here yet. It, which I don't. This baffles me. Like I started seeing people in the comments, like you know, from well all over Europe and even like South Korea and stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, we don't even know when this is coming." Yeah. On a movie like this that has massive spoiler territory. Well, it does. That is that's terrible. I mean, what do you do to avoid this? You know, and and I and I personally, I think that the the trailer, the full trailer, ruined it. Like oh, really? it gives away, it gives away way too much. And mm. I mean, it's all out of context. 
But when you've seen but the when movie, you watch the movie, you, then you'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah. See, I went in because I ran out of the theater. Um, the <laughs> I remember last you time telling me. The, Did you run away <laughs> like with your son? You both ran out of the uh, Oh, no. My, my son stayed because he had already seen it. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, okay. Okay. But, um, it, you know, funny enough, my wife seeing that trailer, may, she was really looking forward to it. And then when she saw the trailer, because she didn't run out with me, I'm the only one that did that. But mm-hmm. um, her excitement level dropped hugely. Uh, like she was like, sucks. oh, oh that's gosh. what this movie's going to be. You've just shown me so much as I don't really want to see this. Now, she did mm-hmm. go with me to the screening. Um, and then we saw it again um, as a family also. But, um, she was like, oh my gosh, I am so glad that I went and saw it because it is so much better than the, what the trailer is. But, you know, I wish I wish they hadn't shown that. And so anyway, it, I, yeah, but I don't understand the whole release schedule. That just doesn't make any sense to me. But as far as the movie goes, so I'm not going to get into spoiler territory at all. But it's, Yeah, thanks. Um, I'm going to watch it this coming Friday. Hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I, the some of the things that I absolutely loved about it. I mean, not only just the themes and the storytelling within there, there is some genuine funny moments that um, like when, when a character is experienced something and then their reaction to that matches mm. exactly what you think it should be. And it was like, Oh, that's perfect. Um, the sound design is phenomenal. You will, you will, there, there are things that happen that make just you see in the trailer, the, even the teaser trailer, how the power shuts down for whatever you know. The mm. Kiki Palmer is dancing to the um, to the record in the, in the dark and all the lights and everything just dim. Well, when that happens, like everything goes silent, like just the nice. you just hear the yeah, that's a really good effect. Yeah, it's it's wonderful, and the score sometimes with it, mm. um, not not in the silence, but in some of the other action scenes or the just these building tense moments, it. It's not overpowering, but it's mm. got like this beat to it. Like there's one that's that feels kind of like a Western theme, mm. and it, like you just your your tension is going up and up and up, and you already from just what you're watching. But then if you pay attention to this the music that's playing, also it's like, okay, oh my gosh, stop, stop! I'm already <laughs> tense enough, you know. <laughs> nice. But, yeah, I'm so yeah. looking forward to this. I want to keep watching his movies so one day I can eventually form a sentence out of his the titles of his movies. <laughs> we got what? Get out us? Nope. Nope. Get out us. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> well, you can make it as a question. Us get out? Nope. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. See, it's fun. <laughs> uh, okay. I guess. We'll move on to, well, I'll move on to kind of a newer content. Uh, let's talk about Prey. <coughs> Was this mm. on your list? It is. I watched it last night. Nice. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, what did you think? I had a lot of fun with it. I was, um, I, I saw all the early reviews. Like, I didn't watch anybody's reviews, but I just mm. saw the reactions. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just overly positive. Yeah. And I'm like, huh, especially when I think me. back, <laughs> right? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, and then I think back to the, um, what was the one that came out? What was it? Predators? Yeah. The, where we had, the, and, yeah, it was where just, we had Shredder at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was just not, not good. And no. so it, it, you know, it kind of worried me. And then also the fact that this was, um, 
how interesting is it going to be to see an advanced um, species with all kinds of technology take on a, for lack of a better term, primitive society. You know what I mean? They they're using the, the tools um, they are, the tools they have are primitive. So bow and arrow, exactly. axe, yeah, spear. Yeah. Yes, doesn't take away from their cunning and their skill. Just no. the the, the medicine is almost better than ours. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, totally. I want them to be treating me on half this crap. Yeah. Um, I did. Now I don't know if you did it or not, but I watched. I started watching the Comanche version because I wonder is I first, that available now? Okay, it is. Yes, yeah. um, and it like that's the version I wish they would have filmed mm. and then given us an English dub because while I know I know why they did it, I know they're trying to reach a broader audience mm. um, for people that don't want to read because it probably would have tanked the movie. But yeah, probably the when it was done. Now I only watched the first six minutes in Comanche. Yeah, um, when it's voiceovers. Right. It was phenomenal. It was so great to just hear the natural language. Um, but the sync is so off with the ah, dub, which is the great. entire reason why I never watch dub. Because yeah. it just, like, even my so wife. So essentially, it's now dub, but in Comanche. That's a weird. Yeah. Uh, see, yeah, I thought it was originally in Comanche, and then they dubbed it in English, d- and I thought, oh, that's very good. They've done it well. Yeah, no. So, so I still recommend, you know, give watch the first couple of minutes. Mm. Um, so you can hear it yeah. and then um, watch it. But um, yeah, no, I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, I thought that I thought it was it was clever, mm. you know, in some ways and surprising. Uh, I think what the, did, the, the, the biggest thing for me was it copied the original Predator like an homage. It was almost the same story sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then it did its own thing. And so we yeah. it, it's. It's doing what we all wanted. Like, we literally just want the Predator again, but with different people almost in the same settings. The reason why the, the film Predators is some most people like it, even though it's not great, is because they've t- taken a bunch of very well-trained people and put them on a planet that is basically a jungle and then have them fight. That is the formula that works. We That's all you need, really. Give us a reason. Give us a little backstory as to who the, the characters are. Give us a an antagonist or a, an anti-hero to build up eventually take on a predator fantastic i do have <laughs> an annoyance which i only realized uh, while talking to my wife uh of all the predator movies so the, mm-hmm. the, the major thing with a predator is that he's a warrior through and through he will fight you one-on-one if you have a weapon you know and it's all about battle who's the better warrior yeah. If the predators are the better warriors, why do they always use the stealth thing? Like, surely you would take off your stealth and you would just use your weapon or or match yourself to the gear that they've got to see who's the better warrior. Basically, you're just saying, I've got the better gear and I'm winning. Because <laughs> how much well, of a good warrior are you if you're really taking on someone that has a spear and you have, like, lasers and, and invisibility cloak and all of that? Well, it's like it's like deer hunters. You is that really a sport? No, exactly. Is, is that it really, really like because you sit up in this blind? Yeah, you know, for hours on end, and you then shoot them with a gun. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You know what? I want you to I want you to take on the grizzly with a knife. <laughs> Whoever wins, you know what that that's a fight right there. And there, you know, if you kill the if you kill the grizzly with your knife, you can have two knives. You can have a machete, but you. 
Exactly. Then it's like yeah. that that's hunting. But if yeah. you're if you're sitting away, you know, from a hundred yards away or fifty yards away with some huge powerful gun, it, you know, yeah. So <laughs> So I was just like, yeah, it's kind of a flawed story in that way that does that the whole species is balanced on <laughs> we're warriors and we're going to go fight the best warriors, but we are going to use advanced technology. That doesn't really make you the best warriors. That just makes you the better technology wise. Uh, yeah. You just have the cooler toys. Yeah. You yeah. got the, you got claws and you got the spears that do the doohickeys and the bombs that explode when people look at the flashy lights and the, <laughs> uh, I was like, if you see flashy lights and make a noise and it comes from that thing, run away. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So I don't know if you noticed it, but so we were watching it and, um, just because sometimes audio is hard in our house, uh, we have the subtitles on, which is fine. But, um, the subtitles, when the, um, when the French were on the screen, were in French. What? So it wasn't even translating what they're saying. So it was like, that's, I, that's not helpful at all. Okay. What? (laughs) Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, that's ridiculous. Uh, but I guess it put... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have one front. Of it. Sorry, that's totally racist and stereotypical. But, it yeah. doesn't hurt because you're dead. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But it was still fun. I think stylistically yes. it looked fantastic. The cinematography was gorgeous. I think um, the female protagonist was believable because they built mm-hmm. her up into what she was going to be in the end. Yeah. We knew that she didn't want to be uh, the woman just who is the medicine woman. Mm-hmm. She she was a warrior through and through in her heart. And so she needed to get there. She thought differently. Uh, so anybody that says, how can a woman take on a predator? Well, I think they showed that in the movie. So get over yourself. Uh, yeah. That's, that's Ruben. Well, and they... I'm getting angry Sorry, with the comments. well and they um they established really well also what her um her big hunt was and what it actually Mm. meant when she has that conversation with her mom when her mom even tells um the daughter about the brother who is like the the hunter he's the guy yeah of the yeah comes back with the the lion over his shoulder (laughs) yeah but i loved i loved yeah yeah yeah, i think it was the whole thing i don't know it was yeah but it was um, no, I just really liked that it was, it took and gave meaning to really what her big hunt was and yeah. what it, you know, I was agree. supposed to be. And what, so it was pretty funny though, when, um, her brother goes, you chose that as your hunt. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what were you thinking? <laughs> That's like, yeah. choose a badger. You know? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're exactly. pretty vicious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go, go mid range. <laughs> Uh, even the bear would have been better than the predator. Oh gosh, that was a that was a crazy scene. Yeah, it was great. Was, oh. I really liked that. It was fun. Yeah, and that dog too. The dog oh, was. I said from the beginning, I will love this film, but if you kill the dog, I am out. <laughs> yep. Everybody yep. Well, else can die. Wife. Don't you dare kill the dog. Right, the dog is so cute, and it's understanding, and it's it's, it's oh smart. my gosh, loyal. She's and, speaking Comanche yeah. to it with like these. And he's like, yeah, I'm, 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 I got it. <laughs> yeah, Dude. I, yeah, my, my wife was not thrilled with all, you know, the all of the animal killing, um, but most of it was like hunting. So it that was like, was, eh, okay, I, okay, yeah. But then it's the the white hunters or the French hunters skinning. Oh, that, all the no, that was, I was yeah, like, that was disgusting. Come that's, on, 
Yeah, but but she was. That was funny because she was like, you know what? If that dog dies, that we're done. We'll turn I'm it done. off. Yeah, we're not like, watching. Yeah, this. No, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so funny so. where I think a lot of people resonate with that. It's like mm-hmm. I don't see any. Like, even the, the protagonists, they can die. Kids, fine. You know, it's not nice. But yeah, kill a dog. <laughs> uh-uh. I think it's the same nope. with cats as well. Pretty much yeah. any pet. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Even yeah. if it's a big animal that's yeah. made into a pet, yeah. that you you have now an instant connection yeah. with them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's amazing how we connect with animals that way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't think it's better than the original, as a lot of reviewers are saying. I've seen the original yeah. recently. I just, it, okay. it's not. It just isn't. John McTiernan, you- he's score i mean the, the mm. score that they have with it the character building <laughs> the fact that you're showing arnie to look little and scared is a feat in itself so yeah well how would um because it's been like forever and a day since i've seen um predator 2 mm. with uh danny glover how does that one stand up yeah so i in, did a ranking um mm-hmm. i did my review and i did like predators one to eight and ranking okay. included yeah. included avp one and two because there's predators in that yes. kind of yes um mm-hmm. yeah i put it as number three i think prey sits it's nicely number two but because it's a bit dated predator two there are some things that just don't quite work as well like mm-hmm. the cg however danny glover still brilliant the the, the one-liners brilliant even predator has one line is like shit happens you know somebody says shit happens and he records it then he replays it back and goes <laughs> shit happens and you're like hilarious you've got the i rustafarians um oh, i don't yeah, want to yeah. call them jamaicans or haitians uh, uh, rustafarians i think that the, the haitian like they were into voodoo and all sorts of mm. kind of stuff and that that was it, it was way darker but seeing the predator in the urban jungle was a really yeah. nice touch and it, it worked well they did their own thing i also think now it predator 2 connects to prey uh in a nice little timeline because the 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 weapon that danny glover gets is this old uh flintlock pistol and i'm pretty sure that's the flintlock that she has did she it, yeah oh nice uh, well, that's how I see it. Uh, anyway, that makes sense to me. So, because it's from that timeline. So, who knows? Cause, it's canon. Say it. Uh, yeah, it's canon. It's fact, guys. You heard it here first. Yep. <laughs> anyway, we should move on from prey and all the predators. Cool. Cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, so, thirteen lives. Yes. This, Watched this um, last night. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, yeah, I saw it in the theater a couple of weeks ago. It's now on Amazon Prime, I think, worldwide. Uh, mm. What? Tell me about it. Why? What did you think? Good. Good bad, lord! I middle? stopped breathing. I didn't even know I had stopped <laughs> breathing. Seriously, when a film can do that, I literally was holding my breath. I didn't know. And then there were moments I was talking at the TV, like, and I didn't know I was doing that either. Uh, either I was like, "You better, you better save that kid. Like, do not leave him." Just because his mask doesn't fit tightly around his face. I thought it was fantastically put together. I know some people have issues with its pacing. The pacing is kind of all over the place because they're kind of building story and there's characters from all over the place. But I I thought that gave it more... I I felt like an almost documentary in places. Mm. 
it, except Ron Howard its direction and his cinematography like when we get the the, the wide open vistas just stunning and then when you get the claustrophobic diving sequences it is very claustrophobic you know you can be sitting in your living room feeling like you like oh, i think i need my asthma pump uh, i don't feel too good in my chest man yeah what did you think uh same like um i don't i didn't know the outcome of the story. I, I didn't know I the knew. story at all. I'd, I think oh, I'd heard about okay. it. But there's been so many that like this that yeah. I, I just... There's the one in the cave that we have recently, uh, a bunch of miners. So my, my mind yes. hears bits of news and information and you hear like some people died, some people survived. So you, you never really know. But yeah, so... Yes. So when I went into this, I mean, I'm like... Like it's a tense thriller. You mm. know what I mean? Like I don't know the outcome. Yeah. And... Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, the, you're right. Absolutely. Claustrophobia. Mm. Oh my goodness. And I loved, you know, too, that, that we didn't see the same bits over and over and over again as they go they back. They could have totally done came. that. Yeah. 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 And that would have been, I mean, it would have been boring. It yeah. would have been just so repetitive. You're like, ugh, shoot me in the head. But it wasn't. I mean, he, the, you know, after those initial times where we get really the scale of what's going on and everything, mm. I love that we only return to these pieces when it's pivotal to a piece of the story. Yeah. You know, and so we, you know, if they're the, the stalactites and the stalagmites and that little maze that they have to go through, mm. you, you don't see that for the majority of it until something they need to. And so that was, yeah, it was good. I was, um, I was holding my breath as well. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was terrifying. Uh, and I liked the the no nonsense approach that both Viggo Mortensen and um, Colin Farrell brought yeah. to their characters. Like I was expecting more from them at first when I saw mm. that they're. I was like, "Ooh, this is going to be good." Mm. And they just <laughs> they show up with their crap and they're just standing there, you ah. know. And they're just kind of you feel their 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 there's a frustration. frustration. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then when they get to go, it's like let's just go, and they just go. I mean, there's not there's not this dialogue that happens and all this this extraneous stuff that wouldn't happen. These mm. are trained guys who who have worked together. They have a they have a shorthand. They have this um, already a connection of how they work. So they mm. just go, and yeah. it's. I thought that was yeah. I'm mean, interested. I'm fun. interested to know whether you felt this because I, I spoke to John recently. Uh, the the other we've had him on the show once before yeah and he he was reviewing it as well and so um he was annoyed with how um maybe annoyed is, is, is too strong a word well I, I think it's correct uh how the british guys came across being like the heroes like these guys were going to be save everybody and i didn't get that i just and maybe that's because ad from birth i'm not actually british but i was wondering because some sometimes you feel like that from america like oh the americans uh, look america saved the day again and so we get like the the british guy the 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 australian guy uh like the europeans almost coming and and doing a better job than the navy seals team um but i just thought it was their expertise i thought the character that Viggo mortensen played it was so real like he didn't like he said straight up i don't really like kids um but he's just the yeah. best at what he does and you totally get that and he's like logical to a to a fault really because it's it's almost <laughs> inhuman like like well they're gonna yeah. die that's that yeah uh, uh which i really liked i thought he played a, a really real person so i was wondering yeah, if you he's felt re- the same way 
he's yeah he's a retired firefighter so yeah. he's you you imagine all the stuff that he's seen in his life oh, exactly um, yes yeah, so it's jaded yeah and, exactly yeah. yeah yeah and i can see how it would be like oh here come all the white folks yeah, yeah to exactly. save mm-hmm. you know and and <clears throat> i think i think there is an aspect of that but they stood down i mean the 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 navy seals the thai navy seals could not accomplish it because they're not trained for that you know what i mean exactly, and i think yeah. what happened in this instance it was more so the it came down to a skill not mm. necessarily that these are the white people the white europeans and americans that have come in it was just that you have these people who have a very specialized skill and they happen to come from these countries. You know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah, come over. Yeah, yeah. Um, because while all of that's going on, I thought the film did a very good job at showing the uh, 4,970 or 980 other people that were involved in helping yeah. the kids. So it was we had a, a few divers, but then we had all the farmers giving up their lands to be flooded. We had oh the guy gosh. that that was living in America but is from Bangkok, who the the engineer that comes and orchestrates mm-hmm. blocking up the holes, diverting billions uh, of liters of water so that the cave cannot fill up so much. And I thought that that, that I mean, and this is all true story. So it's all based on yeah. fact. Seeing humanity come together to help thirteen kids, it was just like, yes, come on, see, we can be nice to each other. Yeah, and I, that's really where I where I saw that it was more of in this instance because it's because it's based on fact. Mm. It wasn't um, <clears throat> it wasn't a conjuring of of a story to let's let's have the white savior. Yeah, thing almost come like whitewashing because that wouldn't. I don't think that <clears throat> that'd get past the in today's standards where people are like why aren't you having diversity in film yeah exactly yeah. and i and that's a great argument why wouldn't you why wouldn't you, if yeah. you were just telling the story then yeah. have these people from all over you know what i yeah, mean yeah. do that exactly um, but i thought i mean pivotal to the story just as much as the as the rescue divers were and even the navy seals because i mean you figured they're the ones that mapped the first part of it they're exactly. the ones that the teachings were yeah. able to get I mean, they got the, you know, some of the electrical in there. I mean, all of that stuff. I oh, mean, yes. they, they did all that. Everybody. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But the dude, the engineer, like you talked about, yeah. I mean, there is no way in the world any of that could have happened if that guy wasn't on the top of the mountain with all of those volunteers. Uh, just them pumping water, like you said, <clears throat> inside the camp was doing nothing. It wasn't helping. Yeah. It just was a Yeah, waste. it wasn't. Yeah. Which is, it's mind-boggling to watch how they're how much they're pumping out yeah and how the water the though is coming is in at such just, a rate yeah yeah i and when you see when it has that aerial shot of you watching all of the water come off of the mountain i'm like oh my gosh i mean that yeah. that was terrifying in and of itself because you see mm. over on the on the little side there there's like um somebody's home mm. and you're like is that gonna survive now i mean we mm. There's stuff they don't tell you about caving either. Like when I went to Nepal, there was one of these worship temple caves. Uh, You get like a tour. You can't take any photographs because it has all these idols around and they're very particular about like taking Mm. photographs is not allowed. But the deeper you get, the denser, because it's so wet and warm, it starts getting really, really steamy and hot and hard to breathe. There's stuff Mm. that you just take for granted, like as you go deeper and deeper and deeper. And this was meant to be one of the 
the local this is for the public caves but i tell you what even even though it's a public cave it's still harrowing if you've ever gone down into a deep cave in a a humid climate which that definitely was there's there's elements that you just take for granted uh, i think it captured some of that but i was i was just like yeah i, I had some relevance to pull back from as i was mm. watching this like yeah I, re- I remember that that sucks <laughs> uh it was yeah it was really well well done yeah outstanding mm. all right what's next on your list um one that you gave three and a half stars for chris oh is this the one you gave five to yeah <laughs> the <Sandman>. <laughs> <laughs> and i just like to point out that you gave another film a, a higher ranking. I did. I yeah. I, I'm like, Chris, what is happening? Yeah, yeah. No, it annoyed a few people. Yeah, oh, yeah. I saw it, that it in did. your comments. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. People don't like yeah, like no. having different opinions, do they? Yeah, no. It, yeah, it, it made me laugh. But I, it, and it's not that I didn't enjoy the show. Mm. It was, um, but I did watch your review, and I totally understand why you gave it a 3.5 because it it it's like a snapshot of the sandman you get to experience mm. like the first five episodes as him coming out of captivity trying to reclaim his three elements that make him the sandman and then we go to this like individual episodes of like a day in the life of and it's basically yeah. a, an existential ex, an existential crisis of an elemental being that is more powerful than a god that needs to learn something and how do you show that it's really hard to show that so but i can tell you that the first season of the books is the same so it's not like they've they've swapped around and made it different that's what it's like in the books they have like put it back and it's setting up an amount of other worlds that we're going to experience we're going to get more with death we're going to get more with the the other siblings which i'm loving from what we've seen um, I do want to point out that the internet once again pissed me off. I was like, what is your problem with Lucifer being a female? Are you kidding? Come oh. on, man. Because oh, she it, was, well, it was phenomenal. <clears throat> well, and it was so much more than just that, too. I mean, it was that, you know, a character is now black or a character is, is now a woman. It, it was just it, Neil Gaiman himself, who was instrumental in the casting of yeah. this show yeah, yeah. of the day-to-day stuff i mean he i think he's an executive producer on the show i mean he's and he's no, he, he had a hand involved. in the script of every single episode yeah, yeah he was yeah. there yeah when he went back and he said you know what when we were looking at this the comic was written 30 years ago so he's like is there any reason why certain pieces of this could not be a little different and he was like no there's not. There's no good reason that this character needs to be a guy or needs to be a girl or needs to be white or... Even biblically, Chris, because uh, even though uh, Lucifer or Satan or the Morning Star is always depicted as a guy because we have, we have Seraphim and Nebulum and they came down and had sex with humans and that's how we... You know, there's a whole history of stuff that you can go into. Angels don't actually have a sex. It's, it's because they're angelic beings. They're supernatural. Yeah. They're and even if you look at the the name Lucifer is Morningstar. It it's not male. It's 
and the morning star means something different it's not a name it's this spiritual god's right hand on the music department who fell that what well, like if you that's what you believe or if that's what you read in the bible i would say to people go back and read the original hebrew and greek to their original meanings because uh, we have 20,000 various other versions of what people's idea of what they think it is. It's their interpretation. You want to go back to the original text? And so the influence that Neil Gaiman had bringing that Lucifer character in has a cornucopia of ways you could depict it. There isn't one yeah. set rule. And I no. thought she was fantastic and stunning as well. Like always meant to be yeah. this beautiful character, unearthly, ethereal, much like the character, the actor that they got for the Sandman, who I thought has the best kind of physique to look right, to look like the Sandman, to look unhuman. Yeah, he was great. And you know what? And I liked all of the characters, too. That was the thing. Like, like I didn't dislike this show at all. It was, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it was it was kind of that overall feeling you know what yeah, i mean no, I like get it. I, yeah yeah because i i enjoyed and there were some episodes like i had said in my review that i absolutely was just like riveted and loved and but when i took it as a whole i was just kind of like well it was okay yeah. no i, mean, I totally was, get it you see for me having read the comics and the audiobook mm. i was really looking forward to seeing how they would depict a character or how they would show a certain sequence because in your mind you have an idea and often it doesn't quite it doesn't quite um, match up but sometimes it does it live up to the hype like Lord of the Rings I'd read the books a number of times when I watched the, the, the original trilogy I was like yeah this is this is how I imagined it and, and so much more and there were moments in here that were just like yeah this is how I thought of it some characters were different but I didn't mind that because it made it a little bit fresh a little bit different sure who was your favorite uh, character then in in the Sandman? So far. Oh, oh gosh. See, that's a like I loved Death. I loved Death's her whole fantastic. approach. Yeah. I, I just, just the presentation um I really loved and I think the character's name is John, but David Thulis Mm. as um as the guy who stole the ruby yeah he which first of all i love him as an actor also he's, so just watching great. him i mean yeah yeah so good i think though probably it's gonna be um <clears throat> boyd holbrook as For um corinthian as the corinthian oh my god he was same favorite character yeah just he he In was the, series, the right yeah. amount of creepy Mm. you know what i mean and 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 cunning and there were times also, i liked him <clears throat> but i know i'm not supposed to <laughs> <laughs> that's it like dude you're a really bad guy and yet you're making some good arguments here or you're you, you know he's like the anti-hero in yeah. this and i'm like he's also mm. just being his nature how he was created you exactly. can't really fault him for <laughs> doing the the nightmare stuff because he is a nightmare <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> And, you know, I did also, I liked Lucien also. Mm. I thought she was, I loved her dynamic with Dream mm. because of the, she brings some wisdom mm. and also a little bit of bite sometimes yeah. to some of these conversations. You know what I mean? Like, and then Dream like throws a little bit of a kid kid's <clears throat> tantrum and yes. you're like, dude, you really need to do some growing, don't you? Come on. Yes. Man. Yeah. Because see, and that's what I like too, because she had the experience of going through all of this while he was absent. Yeah. And so now she has reached a different spot and he has not yet caught up and learned. 
Yeah. And we get to watch that then. And I so that progression, and I think that's what you had said in your review, just the growth mm. of him learning. And that is that was wonderful to watch. I mean, yeah. you, you know, see a character start out in one spot and then through examples from other people get to another spot. I thought that was that was brilliant. So. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh my favorite character before it became the Corinthian died and it, it was a uh, spoiler minor spoiler but the gargoyle <laughs> I just loved the gargoyle and I was so upset for them and it was like oh why are you doing this is there no one else you something where you can get your power and and the thing is like I thought the CG was excellent because you could see the pores yeah. the little kind of scales <clears throat> and it was like having this conversation and I was like no don't, don't. it's with a kid you know we were just talking about killing off the dog it, it yeah. was like that yeah. <laughs> well you know and i because i was questioning at, at one point during the series i'm like cain and abel felt underutilized within this story that we see mm. you know and especially that first episode that we meet them in mm-hmm. the only reason that they exist is so that there is an emotional connection to gregory mm. I, would, I, mean? I would so agree that, with that there is more of them that interaction in the book in books okay. graphic novels yeah as it goes along, right? Yeah. That they okay. No, but even See, and, that, and that even not even in the series, there was more. That's just not padded out. They okay. take some of the padding out, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. Okay. But mm. I loved though, Dream's interaction with with Gregory in that. Mm. That is a that is a devastating scene. Yeah. You oh, know, it totally you, is, when you watch yeah. and and I believed it. I and you believed can see that, him as well. Like yes. Wait. He. I, how, I think the one thing I, I got is that he, how he really cares for all of his creation, right? Yes. He's he's really yes. upset when they've kind of abandoned him. It's like, do they trust me so little? And I was thinking, I guess it's it's been a hundred years, but actually in the grand scheme of eons, like that could, that's a minute amount yeah. of time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you catch the part where you said I'd messed up before and killed off a universe? <laughs> No, I don't think I... Oh, yeah, there's I? a line in there, and I thought, yeah, I think that one time he messed up, and yeah, the, a, a universe was destroyed, so I was like, oh, oops. I, I'd like to hear some of that story. Yeah, what happened there? Yeah. There's also yeah, a, a missing sibling, did you notice? I did, yes. Mm. Yeah, um, what, you know, was that the prodigal? The prodigal, yeah. Or Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. And you know what, I... See, and that's the thing too. I like I loved um, Desire. Oh yeah, and um, so cool. But I don't think we got enough of them. We didn't. I, we did not. Yeah, there's much more of them coming. Yeah. yeah. And then um, Despair. Okay. So the the little bit that we get of Despair. Um, do you remember? Uh, did you, you saw Warm Bodies, right? Um, mm, the, yeah, with yeah. Nicholas Holt and the, you know, the, the Romeo the, and Juliet zombie movie, the zombie movie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a line in there where he's, where Nicholas Holt's character is, R is talking about, um, where they, they become, they move from zombies to that thing where they, they scratch and it, like all of the regular skin comes off, you know, and it's, Oh, don't, no, don't do that. You're making it worse. And that's what popped into my <laughs> head when I'm watching despair. Hilarious. I'm like, uh, no, no, stop. Uh, stop it. Mm, it's going to come out. Stop that. That's. <laughs> You're going to shed your whole skin. <laughs> yeah. It's just... Uh, so I, I do hope that there's that there's a lot more 
to them. Mm. I get the sense that they're, you know, not reading the not reading the novels or listening to the books at all. Um, yeah. So the the show is my only source. Yeah. There, you know, I I get the sense that there will be a lot more to that, and I'm very excited for that um, mm. because I think it could. Like I like the world that's been built, and mm. I like the the whole environment and the universe and just the lore around that. Mm. It's just I think what probably was for me. You have all of these characters that are introduced, which I think is important, but they feel more important than the time that they get. Yeah, that's fair enough. You know, yeah. so mm. Joanna Constantine, um, which loved her character. I like. Yeah, I, she's amazing. I do, but but she's in that episode. She's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah, and you've established as a fantastic character and they made her out to be yeah absolutely integral to the storyline there's this whole history going back i've dealt yeah. with the constantines forever um <laughs> they're not to be trusted but i need their help sort of thing yeah. uh and we know from you know we've seen constantine series we've seen the constantine yeah. movie we're all excited it's constantine we know it. there's gonna be magics and demons and stuff and uh yeah then we get that one episode i'm like is she coming back they seem to have a kind of a connection. Was there a romance thing there? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just it felt <laughs> that part. That part of it felt um, like like the start, you mm. know. Which I understand it is, but at the same time, you you don't come back to it. There's so many threads pulling on. I think that's what it is. They're establishing so many stories yeah. that are going to be building up later. And people are like, what is this? This is all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, that that could be also in the at least in the back of my mind, the subconscious thing that I hadn't thought of until just right now is that. So, yeah, they've started all these storylines, which is great. And I don't mind that because if I watch a regular series and it gives me, oh, well, we could be going this way and this way, you're building out this big world. But it took so long to get season one to us. Years. Yeah. Years in the making. Yeah. And from what I understand, there has still been no confirmation that a season two or is it or nothing future season picked up yet? I don't well, that's know. Depressing, because even if that, it gets picked up now, it could still be three, probably minimum three years before we get to season two. Exactly. And and uh, a slight aside there, like um, you know, Stranger Things season five is has been confirmed. It's it's you know it's get, the last one. But they, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but they tweeted out just like this last week or something, a whiteboard that for their storyboarding. Oh, and what? It's like frick you. I thought they were you, further than that. Oh, I gosh. thought they were too, and so that that makes me worry. And so that anyway, that the point of that being that pushes that series out further, and yeah. so it worries me if if this season has not been or the second season or subsequent seasons have not been greenlit. Mm. That puts us really far away because this is a CGI heavy show. Very much. And And there's so much post-production that they need. Yeah. 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 And it, and it, it, I mean, it looked good. Like I, I, most of it, I, there was some CGI, especially in the finale that was just like, ugh. but, um, I I love the world that was created with this. I I was disappointed Uh, for me in my mind, the battle between Lucifer and, um, the Sandman (laughs) was bigger it it was more like the Arthur, yeah, Merlin and Arthur, no, yeah, the, Merlin the wizards and duel, the wizards duel. Yeah. That's what it was meant yeah. to be like. And in the book, it was definitely much more descriptive and bigger than that. 
so uh, here okay. it's it's like a battle of words that manifest into reality right yeah we got that but it ended up being just kind of like black screen with this thing that was happening and then i was just like you needed to see the person either transform into that or have a separate stadium where you're talking and the thing you're talking about manifests and we see that go on and for me in the in the audiobook and the graphic novels they definitely depicted that but here it was just mm. like it was underwhelming and we built up to that quite a lot yeah it was yeah 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 well <laughs> uh well um yes. yeah we should move on then okay um the E- let's talk the uh, bullet train mm-hmm. uh, I think we have differing opinions on this I uh, you I know you saw it the other day la- yesterday but Last I don't night, know if you've yeah. done a review yet okay I haven't, no. but um, um I had a blast with this now I am I know that I am turning out to be in the minority I really thought what, everybody loved this I thought I was in the minority it, well and it was like if you look at the Rotten Tomatoes score it's rotten it's like it was at like at 53 I think the critics or something like don't that. like it, which disappoints me because I'm never on the critic side. And the audience loves it. It's like an 88 or something. Yeah. Yeah. See, I had oh. I had an absolute blast with this. Uh, I took my oldest son and we went to the screening in San Francisco. Nice. And um, it was like it was everything I thought it was going to be. Now, I'd only seen the first trailer, the one, the first trailer, you know, um, which apparently this the there's subsequent trailers show more, which... Yeah. Again, stop. Um, you just you're giving away some of the cameos and some of the reveals, you know, especially like who who the end guy is and stuff like that. But um, they don't actually reveal that in the trailer, do they? Uh, that would be not, maybe not the, Yeah, I thought they. Oh, I've, I, I thought, thought they really did. pissed me off. If, if I had known that going in, yeah. Hmm. It, so, but but um. I thought it you know the close quarters uh the 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 fighting in there Brad Pitt being very witty um his conflicted you know versus <laughs> you know him with his skill set and all of his past and coming but also up trying, against his, trying to be zen yeah exactly his <laughs> current state of mind and his current um yeah. you know desire them in constant conflict say? there <laughs> Was just yeah, I just and I mean, come on. If I would love to see, and I think uh, I've seen some other people say this as well, like a a spinoff series that that's pre Bullet Train of Lemon and Tangerine. Seriously, they're the best thing about the entire movie by far. Like, sorry, Brad Pitt, but those two. (laughs) And that's a question I wanted to ask you: Is Thomas the Tank yeah. Engine famous in the in the U.S.? Because in Britain, that's like what my kids grew up with, like reading, watching Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. Oh, our kids did too. Yeah. No, oh, okay. Yeah, we watched oh, Thomas the Tank. Okay. Yeah. All. So, and I thought that was really funny, and and like how deep and wisdom full. Who would have thought? Wisdom. Who would have thought? What? Right? Yeah. <laughs> So kudos to the writers for picking up and including I mean, that. Which is Thomas is going to get its own universe since being an Ant Man, you know, as yeah, as that crush, and now in this, brilliant. Yeah, uh, also, yeah. think the best storyline in Bullet Train was the water bottle. The, the what? The water. The bottle? water bottle. 
A water bottle, yes. The, the water yes. bottle? Sorry, I wasn't being <laughs> American enough. Water. The water bottle, Chris. <laughs> the water bottle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gosh, yeah. Well, and it's it's so funny too that they included that because it's just like um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, you exactly. know, yeah. Brad Pitt standing there with the dog food can. I mean, it just yeah. it was so good, and um, I loved the timing that they all had in that. I thought there was a lot of wit to it. I thought stylistically it looked phenomenal, and the script was mm-hmm. tight. It was good. The script was the dialogue script was great. Yeah, yeah, I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, now. The ending, it goes off the rails. I mean, it just... The, the, <laughs> oh, but... <laughs> just, yeah. Oh, the, yeah, the train the, goes off the Well done, yeah, Chris. No, no pun intended there. Yay. <laughs> Unintentional funny. Um, <laughs> but no, it... Um, the, the We go from, from ridiculous fighting that feels at least somewhat grounded within the train... <laughs> yeah. ...to then a point... Where you have Aaron Taylor Johnson outside of the train, and then yeah, the my ending wife, was- she's going. I don't care how strong your wrist is, and you've got a knuckle duster. The speed that train is going on, and the thickness of that glass, you're never punching through that ever. Well, it, well, and even before that, the 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 nose of the train is slanted like this. Yeah, it's taking off from the platform. You're telling yeah. me that you have enough speed to jump onto it and then hold on to that. That's apparently. Like, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. And then the, the whole, yeah. the whole finale of the, 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 you know, you've seen some of it, the trailers, I mean, just yeah. the crashing, the explosion, but Brad Pitt, um, supermanning for a little bit was, I, I laughed like- because of how, ridiculously see, stupid I it was it because they had already established the fetus position she she <laughs> the, no. the the woman in his ear saying go into fetus position and then you get the the fluffy bunny suit and he goes into fetus i was like that's hilarious that is funny but yeah yeah also i totally unbelievable every single person in that train crash would be dead like for reals like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well and and uh, the yeah just <laughs> sorry it's gonna go into a little bit of spoilers there but no it's um it's just funny. I mean, I, I you know I know that I had way more fun than a lot of people did with it, but it was um, like I didn't feel the time either. I was surprised that it was over two hours long because for me, and I saw some people talk about how that they felt it was too long, that they felt it lulled in spots, mm. and for me, it didn't. Like I was, I was right there, fully engaged the whole time, just having a blast and you know following along, and it felt, um, I think too, because the story felt very. Um, I've seen some people say Pulp Fiction, um, and I and I can see that in like Two Days in the Valley, where you just have all, you have storylines that are overlapping to mm. then all converge, you know, mm-hmm. at one thing. And so I thought, yeah, even I mean, Reservoir Dogs, it could be, yeah, it, the, yeah. There's a little bit. Uh, I think we need to talk about expectation and marketing versus reality. And I think a lot mm. of the reason why people are coming into this film. They have an expectation of what they think it is with the marketing of what this film is. So mm. for a heads up that anybody that's going to watch um, Bullet Train, it is not John Wick on a train. It just isn't. No. There no. are a few action sequences, and when you get them, they are great. <laughs> and there is a big set piece at the end, which is where they, they blew their budget. Uh, that is what it is. But really what it is, it's a murder mystery revenge yes. story. And once I changed my expectation of what this film is, I started to enjoy it more. 
that is down to the marketing because it was director of John Wick. It was Brad Pitt and all the action sequences we saw him fighting with the briefcase. So then it it's very easy for people to go, John Wick director, John Wick directors uh, directing this. It's John Wick on a train with Brad Pitt. Sign me up. And I think I remember telling you about this. Like you hadn't even heard about the film yet. And I was like, this is, yeah. I think it was like January. We we're doing our predictions yeah. of what we we're looking forward to most. And like, what is bullet train? That sounds rubbish. Yeah, I don't know. We- yeah, I've never even heard <laughs> yes. of it. Uh, and yeah, cut fast forward to now. And I'm like, hmm. Okay, here we go. Uh, so the issues I had with it, for one, if you're going to do something, do your research properly. Uh, there was one bit that stood out I thought was great. Uh, there was a bit where Brad Pitt's character <clears throat> had interacted with Lemon and Tangerine in the past in Johannesburg. And he called it Joburg, which is, if anybody living in Johannesburg will know people from Joburg, from Johannesburg, call it Joburg. And I thought, great, they've done their research. It, it's correct. You wouldn't say Johannesburg, you would say Joburg. Even now, you'd say Gauteng, because it's really changed its name to uh, the yeah. African name. Yeah. Uh, so Joburg is fine. But there's this there's this uh, snake, the boom slang, yeah. that has been stolen. <clears throat> the only way it's known as is Wormslung, because it's an Afrikaans name for a snake, and that is its name. It, it You can't translate it to boom slang. It's Wormslung for snake. Slung is snake in Afrikaans. So <laughs> so you would then say tree snake, which is what it translates to, <laughs> not boom slang. And that's just basic research. So it's just like, come <clears throat> on. Like, you get that right. And I know uh, Brad Pitt has, like, he's done a lot of, like, African stuff or South African. He's done a bit of accent that way before. I just thought it was a, th- I know that's nitpicky, but for me that stood out. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> What's a boom slang? <laughs> um <laughs> The pacing was a little bit off for me. The stories were all over the place. I liked the fruition. I thought Ken... Is it Ken Wantabi? Um, no. What's the, um, ah. Oh, I can't... I, I slaughtered it in my um, uh, in my review. Every time I see him on screen, I just want more of him. Because the minute he walks on screen, he just brings presence. Like, that dude has an aura, and I loved it. I thought the guy that played the, the the main bad guy actually had a decent story. Actually, of like I kind of know why you're the bad guy. The, I, I understand this revenge plot. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The girl yeah. didn't like her at all. I just thought, what is the point of you? Like, and the reveal of who she was, I thought was weak and lazy story writing. I just thought I saw that coming a mile away. Like this, mm. that was so obvious and they didn't really give her anything to play with considering there's this young girl that's on a train of assassins in various nature and she doesn't really do anything. I expected a certain scene like a kick-ass scene to come along and she never oh, gets yeah. to do anything until she gets to do something but really she, it's acting and crying and it's Thomas the Tank yeah. Engine interactions but then again it's mm-hmm. uh, it's Lemon and Tangerine the, those guys are the ones that I think carried the movie uh, I thought they were phenomenal like literally yeah. like you said we need it we need a series with them them their adventures uh, I would watch all day long they're so funny so good the score the soundtrack the visual palette that was phenomenal so much fun and that's not saying like i I didn't hate it i gave it three and a half stars that's still a very good film 
I think, mm. again, it does come down to, and maybe one day Hollywood will get this right. Marketing, if you market a film one way and it isn't that film when people go in, the reason why you get downgraded in your scores from audience and critics is because you've said it's one film, but it's not that yeah. film. So then some people might not have the, the, the know-how in the moment to readjust their evaluation of the film that they're actually watching. Uh, and so for me, I was like, I'm a critic, I'm a film reviewer, you know, hang on, this isn't the film that they, okay, that's fine, let's put that to a side, we're watching a murder mystery, cool, Let, let's go, I'm in. Uh, but a lot of people are like, what is this, This is. I'm so bored, the time's ticking on, Why? where's the next action John Wixing? Oh, there isn't any. Oh, we had that one with Brad Pitt, when is that coming in? Oh, there's that assassin, I, I literally thought there was going to be a few more bands of like, different types of assassins come along and they were gonna have to fight them and throw them out the window of the train and you know that kind of thing it's yeah. not that movie no it's not and i think that i wish you're right i wish hollywood would and whoever makes the trailers and whoever directs the trailers yeah like would be like you know what we we need to stick to this now i'm okay with within a movie where it surprises me by becoming deeper or becoming mm. like For transitioning sure. to something that I didn't expect. Yeah. But if I'm if I'm told it's A and it's really D, mm. that that nobody likes that because I went in because I thought it was A. You know, it, you know if you tell if you if you tell me it's A and you start off with A and then it becomes D, mm. you know what? Most people are okay with that because you brought me in and you showed me what I thought it was going to be. And then you surprised me with something, you know, different or better or whatever. There's been a, um, a number of movies where I think trailers just do the film harm. I remember uh, to this yeah. day watching from dusk till dawn. I'd never seen the trailer. Um, and I, I, I watched the film. And I thought, damn, this is a really interesting, creepy um, kidnapping thriller. And then it turns its head and becomes this vampire horror film. I had no yeah. idea that going in. <laughs> However, all the people that seen the trailer went in expect with that expectation. There was no reveal, and then they were like, "This isn't very oh. good, is it? This is definitely one of his worst films." Yeah, you know. I was like, "Yeah, I see," but you missed the creativity of uh, trying to show something and make something different. Yeah. And marketing comes down to there's a big part of marketing that you know can ruin a film or yeah. a franchise. Well, and, well, yeah. Well, and we've seen, I mean, so many times where the trailers themselves give away so much the ending you know <laughs> you like yeah. well that's the ending yeah yeah i just I, I, do you remember yeah, watching the the amazing spider-man 2 trailer and in that trailer there was this fight sequence with uh rhino and they had like a, it was more like a, a mechanoid rhino suit it was part of the trailer as the bad guys that spider-man would fight during uh, the movie <laughs> But it's literally the last six the seconds of the end of their movie. It starts with him saying something and then he runs and then the credits roll. So they took that bit and made it part of the trailer and everybody had those expectations. Again, one of the reasons why people say The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is was bad. There's a few other reasons. I liked the film. I thought it was good. I, you know, I really like Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I thought he did a fantastic job. I really feel for him that he never got to finish out his, his trilogy and, and come back and, you know, yeah. get over Gwen's death. And <laughs> But marketing again, 
the way they showed what was on was not the film that people expected to see. Yeah. Anyway, that's bullet train and marketing for you all in one. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, let's move on uh, okay. to. There's two things we can talk about. Do you want to talk about Carter? Sure. <laughs> it's not a five-star film. It wasn't the best thing I watched this week, but it's definitely the the, the craziest thing I've watched this week. It, the most mental the film I've seen I've in a long watched. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you think when you were watching this film? I... I um. It is ridiculous. I mean, that's really the, you know, it's it's billed as one shot, one continuous take. Mm. It's clearly not that. Oh, no, um, it cuts so many it, times. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It's edited really well. Yeah. Um, I mean, to, to, to be to feel seamless. I got even a little some tired reviews, though, though, Chris, the- that are saying that it is. I've watched the review recently. It's like, yeah, one shot film. Amazing. It's like, it isn't. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh no, no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it. I mean, it's edited to be that way. It's edited and to it's, be that way, but it, it's obviously not though. Yeah, you can tell so many times because, and, and that was the one thing that I do wish that the film would have done is lock down a few times. Yeah, just to sit still. To sh- you know what I mean? The, the, to show us all that time and and money and and uh, choreographing that you've obviously spent. But Chris, the the drone. Who is flying the drone? Because it's it's creative, but it's also mental. <laughs> yes. Stop with the drone. <laughs> yes, it was too much. Way it was too, much. too much. And okay, and the <laughs> the dialogue in this movie is atrocious. Oh uh, yeah, don't I mean, don't listen to the dialogue. We, <laughs> like I. I I considered turning it off when Mike Coulter <laughs> comes hilarious. on and the other and the other like the the agent the English comes on there. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. They like I told my son who they we were just chatting about it because I was like, dude, you need to watch this film because it's just it's balls to the wall action and it's ridiculous in that. But the, the dialogue is stupid. It it's like they took non English speaking actors. Mm. And made them and speak told them English, to speak English. <laughs> and and they're not confident in their words yeah. because the dialogue delivery itself was, I, I don't even know, it, it didn't feel natural. It came across as just, and only when they like the Americans or the, the, the you know, the English speakers, yeah, because like some so of the weird. other stuff, it, it, like it flowed well. And they, mm. you know, that conversation just happened really well. So I don't know what it was. I don't know why, but it was like, Oh gosh, that's bad. But the, um, in my review, I said that Hollywood would be looking to this film though, for creative uses, uses of action sequences, because there's stuff in here that I haven't seen, even in like John wick films. Like there, there's a moment, uh, with two trucks that pull up along the van and they're fighting oh. from, one to one to one whilst moving it was so creative so well done uh there are others where they're throwing helicopters at each other i I guess yes that's appropriate Um, yes yeah (laughs) and then the the guy has learned to fly because he's defying gravity 
Like it's uh, there's a point where he starts defying gravity, and then that's just a thing from then on. I was like, cool, 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 cool. Well, cool. and he he reaches in and hits the <laughs> hits the joystick on the on the on the um the helicopter, and it just stays there. Then it flies. How it's <laughs> that that's how that's how things work, Chris. Come on. <laughs> You have to take logic and reason, oh, and you gosh. have to let them go completely and just you see, watch the insanity unfold. I was disappointed because it starts off mental, but very well done and choreographed. The bathhouse scene was oh, phenomenal. Gosh. Like, seriously, brutal, probably way more brutal than even um, Kill Bill. It took some, uh, even took some homage from Kill Bill when it changes color palette. There's so much blood on the lens and then mm-hmm. suddenly it's red for a bit. And I thought, nice, uh, very good way to go. And then it does this drone shot, like when everything's settled, when he's running away and it shows us the, the carnage of just people going, ah, you know, like in, in Kill Bill where everybody like holding their limbs and they're like, they're not dead, but they're <laughs> probably dying. <laughs> Um, yes. Yeah. It's, and I was like, that is great. So they established how they're going to do it. But it's like, from that moment, the director went, yeah, I'm bored now. Let's do Fast and Furious, but in this type of film. <laughs> and so what we end up being is a Fast and Furious crazy one shot film with somebody that has only bought two drones. So they're going to use drones for the whole film as their camera. Uh, and then obviously had to do ADR for the whole film at the end <laughs> again oh, yeah. because drones are so loud. There's no ways you could you could do that. However, the lead protagonist, that dude, can fight and hold his own. Like he looks like he knows how to do everything, yeah. but also he's immortal. Probably Chuck Norris's son. His granddad yeah. is Thanos. You know, yeah, <laughs> this mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, nothing like he's the best of the best of the best, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's i mean there are there are so many times that this dude should have been dead i mean just so many it's also not as good as you think i've got a special video coming out tonight or tomorrow morning depending when i'm finished i'm doing um carter kill shots or every death uh have a label it so i'm halfway through and i've been going yeah ding ding every time there's an actual death but going through it scene by scene, you see how many people aren't actually dead, how many of the extras get back up. Uh, so like a mm. bathhouse scene, you think so many people are dead. A lot yeah. of them aren't. Um, or when the actor actually holds off from a killing. Like sometimes you think that there's the sound effect of the death scene, but because I'm, I'm stretching it out and I'm looking, it's like, oh, that didn't even touch you. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a lot of lot of that, and then I realized the helicopters were CG, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, there was there were a couple of times too where I mean the helicopters were less obvious with the CG than like when they were on the rope ladder or the rope bridge. <laughs> that that scene was just it was like the color grading was off mm. even, and so that was that was a bummer because it was like mm, I, I just don't think we needed the zombie storyline either. I think we could have just had everybody after him. The zombie storyline was weird. I guess it's the MacGuffin to get him from one place to another. Because it's the chase sequence it's, of trying to recover the thing. Yeah. 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 You know, and yeah. yeah. The, but it, the whole, it was still just weird. <laughs> was, yeah. The right. 28 days later, just, it, yeah. it was very weak. Mm. Um, and you, and there there's a point towards the climax of the film Um 
where he starts purposefully releasing um, the rage monsters. Oh, but yes. people are yeah. people are still there. And I'm yeah. like, how is that? That doesn't seem like a good use of. <laughs> well, he was just trying to get him and the, the kids out. So he was yeah. allowing basically using them as. But also, what happened to all the other the researchers, man? Like, yeah, I know. That, well, that's, that's not what a good I mean. guy. Yeah. You're not a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but yeah. um, without doing spoilers, the ending really pissed me off because like, you don't want to do a franchise or. <laughs> There's only two ways you can predict like the the ending. Either yeah. they did or they didn't. <laughs> yes. that, I think that, that's a good way to do it without spoilers. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But yeah. if they didn't, and then I, what is the point? And yep. if they did, then what is the point? <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. It, it, I will watch a continuation or oh, a totally. sequel or, you know, totally. You know, I want to see the madness. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I like my, especially now my expectation for story, for acting, any of that, mm. I don't care. Like, yeah. give me the ridiculousness <laughs> and the mayhem and that energy, you know, of just like, it was exhausting though, wasn't it? To yeah. watch this movie. Was because you really exhausting. There is not really ever any letdown for it. And you're like, ah, oh, gosh, I just need a breather for a second. Let me, <laughs> okay, now we can go again, you know? And it was like, hmm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> um. There's one I want to talk about really... Well, there's two I want to talk about really quickly. Just flag up. Okay. Um, one is called The Resort. It's on Peacock. It's a Peacock original series, and it's good. Like, <laughs> you're like Peacock did something good. Yeah, they did. <laughs> it's a timey-wimey series, but the story only really will hook you properly at the end of episode four. It builds up the first four episodes. Um, okay. I think they released the first four episodes, and then the last four are week by week. Uh, but it's good that they did because the okay. end of the fourth is like oh like I was I was gripped from the beginning because it's more about this couple that go into a resort they having issues in their marriage uh, one one of the actors you you will recognize well probably both of them both great actors there's this big mystery as to what's going on with the resort there's a there's a crazy guy that owns owns it and you think there's something weird going on until episode four at the end you're like oh damn and that's when your your uh Ooh. your your jaw will hit from the creators of palm springs all right so that should okay. be enough okay of a hook for you i loved it uh that was one people need to watch it it's just so good and then there is um pretty little liars original sin i did not expect to love this series as much as i did because <laughs> it's pretty little liars is like teenage angst with people people lying to each other and they're they're trying to there's been number of series similar to this and, and even in this genre but pretty little liars original sin is kind of an unofficial reboot of the whole franchise hmm. It's it's oh, kind of wow. gone back, but it's really scream. It's embraced the horror, and so it's really? like serial killer. Man, it's dark. First episode, I was so surprised at how dark they were willing to go, like scream dark, right? And so it sets up something goes wrong at the beginning, and then uh, that first episode, and then episode two is like the repercussions. I know what you did last summer, urban legends, and scream all mm -hmm. kind of rolled into one. 
and then they're basically trying to figure out who's after them and who's killing them off and it's really horror like it's it's a horror series and i was like dang this is really good i didn't expect to like this i still want you all to die because there's a lot of teenage angst in this uh and i have <laughs> <laughs> i have the the kids i'm kind of rooting for that are half decent human beings but the rest of you i can't wait to see what the killer does with you <laughs> it's well, surprisingly good what's uh, what's that on hbo max yeah it's a oh a, that worries me then why you have well, hbo cause of all, you? no because of all the news which we mm. will be discussing i think in our patreon but yeah okay as far as my way well, it's 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 safe it's doing okay. good numbers so good mm. is is the whole season out or is it like a weekly release i think it's a weekly release but it, there are a few out already so okay mm. okay cool yeah um i got one more Okay. On my list, um, yeah. it it only came out uh, limited this past weekend, and it opens begins to open wide um, this coming weekend, mm-hmm. um, which is, is very vague for everybody bodies, that bodies, they bodies. didn't use dates. It is bodies, ah, bodies, bodies. I was hoping you had seen this. Okay, good. Yes. So I got to. I went to San Francisco for this also because oh, okay, nice. um, I made the the two hour drive. Uh, my wife went with me. Um, it's really expensive for me to go with the oh, current man, gas prices and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, gas is like more expensive than beer, so I stay home and drink beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and so it was. Um, but this was a surprisingly good time. Um, the, the total spoiler free. I'm not going to give away anything because obviously yeah, I hasn't haven't seen it. I'm really for everybody to, to see it. Yeah, it is. Um, it it's a twist on the murder mystery genre. And it's it it works for a lot of it. Um, there are some pieces of it here and there which I think I'm a little outside the demographic. Um, mm-hmm. I am not a boomer, but that's what I liked I about the trailer. We saw a trailer last night, Chris, okay. on Bodies, 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 and the, the demographic was obviously against uh, teenagers, which and uh, which I'm guessing was why you're thinking the demographic is not you, um, and. The stuff, the caricatures of the individual teenagers, like, like totally, and they, they really played that up. Um, like, oh, no, you're totally in my space. You're not vibing. And then that, that would be the reason why that would person would die or something. So I like the fact that they were embracing that. I don't know if that's what the film is, but sorry, I'll let you carry on. I just thought I'd no, say no, that's, no, no, that, that's why I like that. That's good insight. Yeah, because it um, there were like in my audience, it was it was a wide range of ages. So it okay. was, um, you know, like early twenties to um, probably mid to late fifties okay. in there. Now I am um, I'm Generation X. Mm. Don't call me a boomer. That is not <laughs> what I am. My parents are boomers. Um, but I laughed at a lot of it. But there were a couple of times where I noticed that. The younger people in the audience, they were laughing at something that I wasn't laughing at. <laughs> right. And You're like, what? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so that, it made me think, okay, that's generational. Not a big mm. deal. But mm. the dark comedy that's within mm. this is universal. Like, okay. I think if you just enjoy dark comedy, then you're going to laugh along at the right moments or or find it humorous in a, in a messed up way. Mm. Um, it is – there is – some of the characters are just outstanding. There's one played by Rachel Sennett, and she, she is 
like she's stupid and she's not all at the same time. And it just, it was like, oh my gosh, I love you because you're just, you're, you're all over the place mm. and it, it, it just fits. Um, Pete Davidson, who I'm not normally a fan of. I'm not a fan of Pete Davidson at all. So. He gets a monologue that you're like, oh, whoa, oh, mm, okay. ouch. Okay. So there's, there's a little bit of good social commentary within here. Um, it's not, I don't think it's, it's beating you over the head with it or anything like that. It's not um, preachy. No, no, it wasn't. It was, um, and it wasn't constant. You know, it, okay. it was present, but it wasn't. It wasn't like this is the main point of this. Um, was it and fun? So did it you was, enjoy it? I did. We had a we had a surprisingly good time with it. It was just, I, and I think too because I had only seen like a teaser trailer, mm. and and when I saw the teaser trailer too, I was like, hmm, I don't know, teenage angst, early early twenties angst. Um, but because it's eight twenty four. Yeah, I was like, well, that could be a twist to it. You know, you've got mm. these semi or these these appearingly rich kids with their rich kid problems, which mm. Mm, that's not very relatable, you know, to <laughs> yeah. to a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're complaining because they're they've run out of champagne or something. You know what? Yeah. Like, who but it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it was the story is twisty and um, like like a lot of fun. I think that's really what it comes down to is that you're watching this horror that's not I mean it's it's definitely it's got horror elements to it but the murder mystery part of it is is more of the big thing because it's like a who's who who's who's doing this what's causing this is there somebody else that could be you know I mean there's there's all of these questions that are raised throughout it and all of this doubt that keeps coming into play and the story, I think, holds it really well until the final reveal. And so it's nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you to this. see it. Yeah, uh, I'm hoping it's good. Uh, it sounds a little bit like Original Sin, actually. So, mm. oh, okay, mm. nice. Well, in, in movie format. Yeah, in movie so, format. and it's oh, you know, and it's short enough too. I think it's like an hour and forty minutes, hour and forty five minutes, something like okay. that. So nice. it's it, attention yeah, span. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't outstay its welcome by any means because it's tight in the storytelling like there's 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 not really anything i mean if anything like on some portions you might go well that feels a little rushed within mm. that little spit there but yeah whatever we're moving on and it's not crucial to the overall story point so i think we're good so nice yeah. um for everybody still listening thank you we have an extended uh, talky talk because it's been a, a while since we were able to get our <laughs> words out um, but we've done a few re Indian reviews as well of late um, I just wanted to mention that there's a bunch of new Indian-ish I'm say Indian, Indian in the wider sense of it that there's, there's multiple languages and uh, I don't yeah. know how to say them and I'll never get them all right uh, on Amazon original like one of them is the Rocketary like I know you wanted to see that Chris um Oh, is it now on there? Oh, it's okay. now on Amazon Prime, and there's a bunch nice. of others that, that dropped on there. So if you're looking for a Bollywood or a Hindi or Telugu, I think uh, they're new content and like new stuff. It's just dropped in nice. there. So that's just a little, nice little quiver in the Amazon package. Um, yeah. Netflix also has added a bunch yeah, of, I noticed that. of yeah. their content as well. So I think, I think 
with some of the recent successes of the Indian cinema, like uh -huh. being more mainstream or more widely released, um, both Netflix and Amazon are going, ooh, okay, well, yeah, yeah. let's. There's there's let's really a worldwide that. audience. Why? Yeah, why wouldn't we why allow wouldn't this you? to be shown for everybody else? And so the biggest YouTube channel, exciting. other than individual, is the Indian channel that they they host mm. something. Yeah like over nice. 100 million subscribers or something so yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> now, yeah cool. definitely want to embrace that if you can yeah. so i think um that's everything i think we could probably speak for another hour of content that we had in but we should probably call it at some point cool yep that's yeah that's that's all that really bubbled to the absolute top of my list okay Hey, congratulations on making it this far in the audio podcast. Uh, we appreciate it. Of course, yeah, it's been, we were a little long in the tooth talking about stuff, but hey, it's been a long time since we've sat down and catched up together, caught up together, talked, spoken, whatever. There you go. But uh, now it is time for, we're going to discuss some news uh, of entertainment value and things that we are looking forward to in the coming weeks. Ruben, you want to kick us off? Sure. Um, coming this week, Dota, Dragon's Blood. I believe this is the third season, or as they were saying, book three. Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorite animes. I have never played Dota, but I've seen people play it. I know the big world it has. But I actually think uh, if you've seen Dota and you love the animation, I'm just... Dota. Anime. Cool. Demons and things. <laughs> what more can i say if you're on board with the first two seasons you're probably on board with the third nice i saw the first season i liked that and then i just fell off i just didn't why not chris you know and they're sh i don't know <laughs> and they're short too yeah, i mean it's a are. short yeah. they're yeah. relatively short season, like six episodes or something like that yeah, 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 yeah. so yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. one i'm worried about I think, yeah. that's coming out on friday uh-huh is because season two is crap in my opinion there's lock and key so i enjoyed the first season I got really bored of season two. I have the screeners for season three, but I don't know if I even want to watch yeah. them. Does that make sense? Yeah, have you seen uh, it? Yeah, have I have the them? screeners as well. Uh, I haven't watched them yet. You haven't um, saw them? Okay. okay. I, yeah. No, I feel, feel the same way. Like I really. Oh, you do? I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I loved. Yeah, I loved the first season. The second mm. season was just. There were parts of it that I liked, but yeah, it yeah. also didn't go as. It didn't go anywhere that I thought it, it was going to. No. So. Yeah. Uh, so, day shift. <laughs> yes. I, I like the premise. Yep. I like the actors. Count me in. Yeah. It, uh, Jamie Foxx, yep. Snoop Dogg, Dave Franco. Um, it, it it looks ridiculous also. It does. Yeah. Like, I'm, cu I'm curious at what they're, how they're setting up the rules for vampires, mm. which... Um, as long as they establish that, then I don't even care. I'm a little you know worried. I mean? Like it doesn't have to. Because he, say he, the protagonist, what's his name? Um, Jamie, Jamie Fox? Fox did a superheroed Netflix movie. Oh, the the power, and that wasn't that great. Yeah. It was okay, and I'm just yeah. worried that they're the character that they want him to be is similar to that because sometimes he plays the same character is the hero mm -hmm. guy that has quirky quirks and he's funny and 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 strong we just need we need something more than that it has to be something different and definitely has to be something different because it's a vampire film and we've like zombies they've been done to death uh 
Yes. Yeah. So I'm excited, but if they embrace yeah. it in the right way, it could be great. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that that's also where I was talking about with, you know, coming down to the rules that they establish for the lore. Mm. Because, like, in the trailer, you see Snoop Dogg with a giant um, <laughs> uh, chain gun or a Gatling gun type of thing, just, you know, tearing through people. Yeah. And that's not how you kill vampires. You know, I mean, yeah. it's a stake through the heart or the, you know, and so. And now they're going, that's just because it's Snoop Dogg, he can do anything. But if that's the reason, what's the point of your movie? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. if you tell me, if you tell me up front why, why this works or why this can happen, then I'm on board with that. And then I can go for it. It's just, if you don't tell me the rules to the vampire story, mm. then. um, the, You can kill yeah, vampires it, with silver and every one of those bullets is a silver bullet. Expensive, but can be done. Uh, then you've established like the rules and then. Uh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm good. Or like in under Underworld where they have the light bullets. Yeah, exactly. You know, which, which I think is, is very, very creative. Cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, School Tales, the series, coming on Wednesday. It's an unspeakable horrors roam the halls of a high school in this anthology featuring ghost stories directed by seasoned Thai horror directors. So many directors who do horror. It's an omnibus. I think this could be really fun in a very, like, I I won't sleep tonight way. (laughs) I hope so. I hope that it's it's the right amount of creepy. Mm. So, yeah. What nice. about you, Chris? Uh, anything else on the Netflix uh, side? Um, no. There's well, wait. Let me look here. Let me make sure. There's one. Oh, it is come out this week. Um, I just killed my dad. I'm. So, you did it's what? This um, <laughs> it's this documentary where um, I guess this guy confesses to uh to killing his father. Right. And that's all I know. Oh, okay. And so I here's the thing that I'm and I haven't looked at it so I don't know how many if it's one episode like a film or if it's several episodes it says limited if it's series. several episodes okay these these always have me worried because they tend for the most part to elongate things yeah, that don't I need agree to be 100% I'm just I'm so tired with it give me one episode of an hour and a half movie undone yeah great give me now, three hours of an hour and a half <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah if you double the time just to fill the space yeah. then that's and cool. so many I of their documentaries have done that they're getting that yeah but did you see train wreck woodstock 99 that came it out looked this last good week? but i just again i'm i'm so burnt out with their documentaries i don't know it's well it is three episodes mm. and i thought oh gosh that's going to be overkill no i was riveted the whole time already so it is good um, oh i might give that it, a watch then okay. it is it is it is a horrifying watch it, just because of the insight into humanity yeah that, definitely, that you see i could tell i could tell it's gonna be one of those i was like oh, oh. this is not gonna be this is not gonna be a good like if um those aliens from um that think that all of earth's tv is documentary uh, <laughs> and they were like but you have this they're going to be horrified what is that one of my favorite yeah. favorite movies oh battle what uh the termites they're termites from the planet uh by grapthar's hammer i will avenge you oh, what's his name tim allen galaxy quest there you go uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah 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 okay 
<laughs> got there and then sorry sidetrack so, yeah <laughs> no so that's um i mean there's i think there's more on netflix i don't know how much i'm looking forward to it or not yet um but let's see there's coming to apple tv mm. five days at memorial yeah. um <clears throat> this one i'm excited to watch it looks um tense probably a little depressing i was gonna say don't don't but, be that excited it's really depressing <laughs> yeah but it's uh vera formasia right yeah she's fantastic yeah, is, yeah. Yeah. okay yeah so i like that mm. and then this one is weird i don't like i'm tentatively looking forward to it it's coming to the theaters and it's a Lionsgate film okay that it reminds me of um 47 meters down. I know exactly what you're going to say. Um, is it a one word film or, and it's got four it, letters? It, it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it like, so it's fall. Yeah. And this could be either really tense and exciting yeah. or it could be incredibly stupid. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure there's it any might be in both, between to be honest. there. Well, that's true. Yeah. It could be incredibly. Yeah. Yeah, that I could see that. Yeah. Now there are films like Forty Seven Meters Down. I enjoyed that first. I one. thought it was pretty I good. I didn't watch the, the first second one. one. Um, there's been a, there's, there's a, been a few like uh, the the woman on the rock, surrounded by sharks. Yeah. What was that? That was yeah, great. Blake Lively. Yeah. That one was great. Also, really um, there's one. Um, it's called I think it's called Frozen, where these people get <laughs> um, stuck on a. Um, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, they get stuck on a um, a ski lift. Yeah, that's fantastic. Oh, that, that film is horrifying. Dark. Also, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, see, it, this concept yeah. has been proven to work. Yeah. So, that that's where I'm kind of torn in this because it's like, oh well, maybe. Mm. Um, I've seen. A, I saw a full trailer for yeah. it, and it shows me why they go up. I don't totally understand why they go up, and um, like like wrapping my head around this because i don't like heights oh. so that makes zero screeners sense to me. are about but, chris so ask are yeah. they okay yeah. you know, i'll have to chat with you offline then about okay. that. but yeah <laughs> so um yeah anyway it's uh, mm. yeah i'm looking forward nice to it. Oh. um yeah. the august 11th which is next week right Yes. Uh, On the Friday, it's released, but the embargo is up on August 11th. It's a series called Bad Sisters. It's an Apple TV series. Uh, The tight-knit Garvey sisters have always looked out for each other. When their brother-in-law winds up dead, his life insurer's launch... His life insurers launch an investigation to prove a malicious intent and set their sights on their sisters, all of whom had ample reason to kill him. Uh, I think this looks great looks really interesting it's different yeah i have the screeners i'll be doing that the following week okay, cool, when cool, it comes cool, out but cool, yeah cool. yeah yeah it looks i'm excited yeah dark yeah. uh i trust apple really so yeah yeah did you did you start watching surface yes oh okay did you finish no. it oh okay i haven't finished it either i watched the first um i watched the first three episodes so that i could do a review mm on those yeah. and then um i've got to watch the I've, i think i've watched episode four now and then there's four more after yeah the that first four are out now and then, and then it's like august the 12th 19th and so on yeah. until it finishes very interesting yeah. concept i've yeah. i started off really liking it i've kind of dipped down a bit because i have this feeling it's not going to 
end up revealing or being as clever as it suggests it is. Mm, uh, okay. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but that's it for me. Okay, so when we dive into our news, I've got, uh, a, well, I've got a first happy bit of news, at least happy to me. I'm not sure everybody else is going to feel that it's happy news, but if I may. Scream 6 has been canceled. That's close. That's close. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Okay>. Netflix's <laughs> first kill has been canceled after one season. Remember that that, um, that angsty vampire? Um, oh, vampire good Lord. Hunters? Thank goodness. Okay. Yeah. You know, and. Uh, I don't like I don't even remember my initial feelings on the show but as it's <laughs> as time has passed you, you just know you're happy about the news yeah well well no it, as time has passed like I have gotten like more disgruntled about the show about how good it okay. could have been and how right. I just don't like it so even if I initially thought that some parts were okay or that I enjoyed some mm. of it that's all gone now. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't look back on it with fond memories at all. So, And now you even wasted your time reviewing it and watching it because it's not even getting a second season. Yeah, so it's not even. perhaps. Well, well, you know what? And that's the thing. Redeem itself. Well, and remember, <laughs> it's it it stops in the middle of a story. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think this is what we said. It better not be canceled because we will never find out. What. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Just Why does Netflix do this just don't green light a crappy thing yeah it, or, or uh. give us the full story first that's you know what i mean yes and <clears throat> so say you're not going to do season two but you're going to do a two episode feature tv movie to wrap it up yeah there you go i'm right yeah, yeah exactly just yeah give us the conclusions to these stories that you started that were only half thoughts and then there we go oh gosh are you throwing things things are just falling off my set oh no <laughs> <laughs> Who ordered a poltergeist? I did. I did. Uh, no, okay. No. <laughs> um, did, did you know, were you a fan of uh, Patrick Swayze's Roadhouse? Do you remember yeah, that movie? Yeah, I knew about this news. I'm a big fan of um, the original. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been forever and a day since I've seen it. So I'm not very close to the yeah. project. But I do okay. really like Jake Gyllenhaal. And he has been cast to star in a Roadhouse reboot. So that I saw that. I don't know how to feel about this. I guess it's been long enough that a reboot, not a remake, uh, could be good. Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't see him as a Patrick Swayze though, so I don't know what they're going to do with it. I guess they'll have to make it work for today's time. Mm-hmm. How does Roadhouse even work? Is, is he going to put on an accent? Because it's still got to be out there in the stick somewhere, and it's a bar. We need to have a, a naked butt scene because that's like <laughs> synonymous with with Roadhouse. We need to have a throat ripping scene where he rips a guy's throat oh. out with his bare hands. Um, we need to have the the guy that is his mentor that is awesome at fighting, um, that is a little bit broken himself. There's so much in this film that actually works. <laughs> It's a silly movie. It's not great, but actually it stands the test of time. So if you watched it now, you would still enjoy it for what it is. Oh, that's good. But you know what just just occurred to me as you're talking? This is going to be the second that I know of Jake Gyllenhaal movie that is a remake. What? He did that. He uh, did Guilty. Remake, did or, is that what it was called? Guilty? Oh, yes. Whatever I, the, I didn't like that. I know you didn't mind it, but I didn't yeah. like it. So, I mean, I, li- I like the original so much more, but yeah. So yeah, it's the just, original is much better. Hmm, yeah. I don't know. I'm curious that 
maybe not necessarily let's go back to some original content you know not remakes or reboots mm. and so anyway i i am looking forward to this i because i like him as an actor so i like him as an actor yeah i don't like all the roles he chooses but i no. like him as an actor sure yes <laughs> yeah yes uh cool what other news do you have um this one came out at least i saw it yesterday uh james franco has been cast as fidel castro in an upcoming film called alina of cuba and um wow. it has caused quite a bit of backlash online mostly because james franco is just not latino yeah and so there's which is, i didn't know james franco was allowed to act anymore well that's the other I thing it was canceled like yeah well and that was funny because i saw a lot of a lot of headlines that were like you know james franco returns to acting or is has been cast you know no none of that and then like i think it was usa today was like three just three years after um sexually assaulting somebody or whatever it was his the, the, i don't know i don't remember exactly what the his charges were <laughs> what the accusations were it was not good though he was not a pleasant person and he was doing something mm. not nice to people and um and i yep. think they were like either underage girls or just girls in general so um y- yeah mm. i don't know the, does the movie seem doomed from the start maybe i don't know yes yeah yes it does yeah yeah i don't i understand the thinking he should go into producing or like something where he is in the face of it because quite honestly it's going to be 10 to 15 years before people even i don't think people forget that that's a stigma you kind of need to change careers yeah yeah, yeah that's a that's a bad one so okay yeah mm. i think that's okay. all the news that i have there was more that i that i thought and i just i didn't write it down and so i'm like oh crap oh, well <laughs> well i have one interesting one yeah um from the hollywood reporter they did an article on um the lord of the rings tv series about peter jackson so peter jackson says amazon's lord of the rings tv series ghosted him the oscar winning director says amazon asked him to be involved with its mega budget lord of the rings series and then cut him off amazon suggests the story isn't quite so simple uh the Oscar-winning director Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit trilogies reveal this, reveals the studio asked him to be involved with its upcoming mega budget. They asked me, quoting him, if I want to be involved. And I said, that's an impossible question to answer without seeing a script, Jackson recalled to Scott Feinberg. And so they said, as soon as we get the first couple of scripts, we'll send them to you. And the scripts never showed up. That's the last I heard of them, which is fine. Uh, no complaints at all, hmm. except you're airing it to Hollywood reporters. So there is there is a complaint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a little odd though that they wouldn't. Um, well, and I wonder. I wonder. Does he have more of the desire to be involved in it, and he's maybe a little hurt or upset that that they didn't, and that they didn't come to him because, and he doesn't want to be the one like pursuing that. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't want to chase it down. Mm. I don't know. You see, I think, I think it's, for me, this is quite obvious. The, the Tolkien estate are always very tight-knit with mm-hmm. their their IP of Lord of the Rings. Sure. So, I think they loved what he did with the, the original. Mm-hmm. I think they weren't so impressed with the Hobbit mm-hmm. trilogy. 
and they kind of want him away from it. So probably what happened was Amazon went, yeah, let's get Peter Jackson who did Lord of the Rings. And the Tolkien estate went, we'd rather you just, let, let's come at this afresh with some fresh new eyes, some fresh writers. Uh, we like what we're seeing with the scripts that you guys have done and the world. Peter Jackson doesn't actually need to be involved in this side of things. True. Um, yeah. Ha- having said that, an, an email to Peter Jackson who delivered the best trilogy of all time perhaps would have been just common courtesy <laughs> yeah just to even following right. up and just even even to just to say you know what we decided we're we're um we're gonna move forward without your input um, yeah. we value your input yeah. but we're just we're we're doing our own thing and we want to make it we're our confident own thing. that yeah. we like what is going on yeah, yeah. so mm. please don't be upset by this yeah yeah because it is peter jackson at the end of the day <laughs> yeah exactly um, you know, I do have one bit of, of one more bit of news. Uh, it's more of a discussion, okay. I think, more than anything. Um, have you seen yeah. the, the trailer, the newest trailer for She-Hulk, Attorney at Law? Um, I don't know. I've seen a number of them. Okay. Because one came out, I don't know, when you were on vacation during um, at San Diego Comic-Con. And yeah. there's been so – that's the preface. There's been this ongoing reports of – how the special effects, the the post-production teams that work on Marvel films are getting fed up with the tight timelines, the oh, constant yeah, changing, yeah. you know. I've seen this, yeah. Right? And so they feel – and that's why some of the, the effects have been less than awesome. Is, yeah. Because they're just – they're under such a time crunch. And sometimes they're told very late in the game – that something has to be re- completely redone. And so they have to start over from yeah. scratch and stuff like that. So th- there's that going on. And so that is when I saw the trailer for this, I was, and I don't know why. And here's the thing. I, I was distracted by her look and I don't know what it is. I don't know if, okay. um, it, it, if she's too smooth Look, I, I, there's something about it that's like that's tweaking me out, and it's not like it's like, oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> we have we have pre-internet um, Sonic and post-internet Sonic, you know, where one is like absolutely yeah. atrocious, and then one is like, oh, that's what we we're looking for. It's it's not that. It's just that I there's something that I when I watch this that just it was it was off-putting, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's maybe just because we don't see enough of her in like just standing there. Like the trailer is cut so quickly between things. Mm. So, so she's, I think, I think it, I think once we see the look that she's gone, Mm -hmm. she's always going to look a little bit different and we haven't seen a green Hulk in female form yet. It's, it's a, it's a very different look. It's thinner, but still muscular. She's going to go from that amazing actress, uh, whatever her name is, to the, yeah, tall actress and she's yeah so she, we're gonna keep trying to put human characteristics on her with our own eyes and then realize she's green and not the hulk <laughs> um i also think there could be an element there was a reply i think from kevin fire or someone from the office uh that said the the either the trailer that they put out wasn't 4k or what you see in these digital references isn't actually what's going to be represented on screen so i guess we can give them the benefit of the doubt until we see them sure but 
going on from that leg while i was away they had the disney and marvel release their phase four phase five and six Mm -hmm. right yeah um and then (laughs) um let's just (laughs) here's a quote some fucker at marvel decides oh you've got to redo this and then it costs a ton this is the compositors Mm-hmm. talking about the next years and how Marvel isn't the company they look forward to working with anymore. Um, and that there was a conversation that started, but the conversation is growing. And, and so no one, as far as I'm aware, I haven't seen one CGI company yet say, yeah, we're so looking forward to working with Marvel. They hate the crunch that they are under with the Marvel movies. And looking at Phase 5 and 6, there's so much content coming out. Oh, my gosh. So they haven't adjusted their, like, oh, this is what... We're going to take a step back and do quantity, do quality over quantity. They've gone quality... They're doing quantity, 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 because we need to get... We need to compete with all the streaming services. And so we're going to have all these TV series on our Disney platform, and then we're going to keep releasing all these big movies. I'm really worried for... Uh, personally, I'm really worried for the future of Marvel because it was just a little while ago, just before Iron Man, that Marvel was coming out from almost being bankrupt and shut down. And if it wasn't for Iron Man and Kevin Feige... Um, I know recently he went on a camp. He took his big thinkers and they did... They're planning out the next 10 years. But this is if this is the result of the camp, and this is properly speaking from a limited perspective of what people are reporting on. So I'm just going on the news I see, and it has me worried. But also from the last six or seven movies we've had, I they are not the quality that we've had from the previous phases. They they haven't been building up to anything. This whole phase proves because it's ending soon. There was they built up to nothing. It's a filler. It's a gap filler. <laughs> so they're basically individual stories with some people, some characters returning in some places. I mean, I watched uh, the Multiverse of Madness again, and I was as disappointed as I watched everything everywhere with my sons again, and we loved that. And it's like, why? They they have so much work. There's so much available to them, and yet it seems like they haven't been given the time to write and polish the scripts like they needed. The, which is bonkers because we had COVID, so there was a bunch of time to rewrite scripts and get things right there. <laughs> and then the CG, uh, or the CGI, the the effects sequences, just don't seem like they've been done properly. I am looking at an article here from Defector, which is uh, pretty well respected. So it came out August 2nd, so a new... So mm. it's not an old conversation, it's brand new. And it's this conversation with compositors it's a long I'm not going to read it because it's a long article but here's a quote Uh, there was one old Harrison Ford project where they made him up but we had to remove his double chin he was so old and flabby and so we gave him a facelift it was no big deal it was just funny Uh, so you don't see the stuff that (laughs) they have to do yeah. behind the scenes uh, what's this one here but the truth is that a 200 million film is subject to the same amount of bureaucracy and waste of 
any other project made by any other massive conglomerate. And as with other conglomerates, it's it's the low-end workers who suffer the most. Uh, you rarely get less than three and a half hours of footage in a day. They were definitely episodes of The Walking Dead where I got up to where I got up to seven. It's extra time on the colorist, the loader, and everyone else involved. Don't you get notes from the director saying which takes uh, they liked? You'd think, wouldn't you? Oh. People forget there is that there's an editor. Oh, really? Good script su- supervisor? Whose job is it to ensure script continuity from shot to shot? <laughs> we'll get that information even if the director is not forthcoming. Uh, and so it's just like this, it's this conversation between the compositors yeah. um, and what they go through. And everybody t- has taken for granted how much especially with the Marvel series yeah. and um, uh, the movies, how much CG. So we just take it for granted. These actors, these super mega stars, you know, Tony Stark, these actors that play these big characters are up in the forefront of Hollywood and they're the face that Kevin Feige shows. But the champions making yeah. them look good and everyone else looking good are doing the crunch, which the game industry has now gotten right because they've been complaining about the crunch from 100 hour weeks, from 60 to 80 hour weeks to getting it down to what is the actually quality of life. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting these compositors with this side. They're actually starting to say, yo, we cannot handle this. The reason why the quality is going down is because they're upping their scale but they haven't upped the scale of who's getting paid more, of more staff, yeah. of more... Okay, I've spoken for about 10 minutes now. What do you think no, on this, Chris? Well, you're you're absolutely right. And it, it, I mean, these, these movies especially are so heavy on CG, you know, which, mm. which that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it makes it... It becomes this sci-fi, fantasy, whatever you want to call it, uh, whatever genre it yeah. happens to fit in. Um, but the thing is, if you have... Like, so they have... They have their game plan. They're building out their release schedule. So you need to then work in extra time. Bless you. That you. Do we have a second one? Do we have a second sneeze? Do I hear a second sneeze? No. Uh, no, no. Oh, That's good. So disappointing. Yeah, we're okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that they give your, give your post-production people the time. You know what I mean? Backdate your stuff. All you need is a project manager on this to be like, okay, this movie – we we anticipate being two hours and 20 minutes long. That means we need six months of post-production. That's, mm. you know, and that's maybe that's even before, you know, the two months of editing that goes into this or whatever it is. So just give your people the time to, pr- to put out quality work because it happens. What's going to happen is you're going to see a diminishing return at the box office or in your streaming platforms yep. because just like canceling shows before they have an, the chance to fully do an arc, people are going to be more hesitant about going into something because they're not going to either waste their time or their money on something that they just – like they'll look at this and go, eh, I'm not going to go to the theater because the last Marvel movie was just okay or the, the CG wasn't that great. I'll wait till it hits Disney+. Plus, You know, and mm. so now – the studio misses out on a family of four or, you know, two or whatever that that dollar amount going through the theater versus the four ninety nine a month that the entire family and all their friends can sit in at, in one spot and watch it on Disney Plus. So, yeah, yeah, I know. I, I always feel for the little guy and I know that I 
I mean, you're right. Those are the heroes. The people behind the the, the production, there's yeah. such a large team that's doing that. I mean, the people in front of the camera are important. I'm not saying that the that the stars aren't important because they they help to drive the story. But you just like a quarterback in a football game, an American football game, if the line doesn't do their job, the quarterback is going to get mauled every single time. And so you have to have all mm. of these people who you don't necessarily give the credit to, but they're doing all the work. And they're the ones that are really putting in and putting this finishing touches on these things and making the movies what they are. And that's, uh, yeah. 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 Um, and continuing the chat with phase five and six. Yeah. Um, and going back to She-Hulk, I think even today uh, Disney tweeted, so that I guess it's not a secret, but they, there's an episode, there's a, individual image uh, of charlie cox mm-hmm. but not charlie cox daredevil yes so he's not in his uh the actor that played the netflix daredevil and they they also confirmed in their i think it was phase five th- staging that um vincent's what's his name vincent defermio the guy that plays um oh vincent nofrio yeah kingpin not nofrio the kingpin yeah. is also coming back so they announced a 16 episode season of daredevil which is bonkers i'm trying uh, <laughs> yeah a 16 episode but they're they're keeping that same actor but i guarantee you it won't be as dark as the one on netflix because the one on netflix was flipping dark and amazing it was just it was brilliant uh, some of the best TV you're likely to ever see for a superhero series. So it's really weird because they're keeping the actors. We've already seen the dumbed down version of that same uh, Kingpin in uh, Hawkeye because he was in that. As um, so, yeah, that was one of the big complaints about that series is that the Kingpin was just what what happened to him. They've changed him. Uh, if they were going to do that, they should have cast new actors because people have an expectation of, oh, this is what the characters do, especially as they are their characters and the same actors. Um, so it's weird. But also, they seem to have a formula now where they put an, a character in somebody else's series, She-Hulk, to establish a spin-off series that's coming from that. So this is how they're introducing Daredevil, although they've already introduced him as the lawyer in Spider-Man Homecoming, right? Not Homecoming. Um, what was it called? Far From Home. No Way Home. It's all the homes. Yeah. Uh, no Way Home. Uh, oh, which, by the way, I recently watched that in Italy again, because it's one of the movies that they had on their Netflix. It's funny enough. Uh, <laughs> I guess they still have that deal with Sony. Uh, and I was like, this is not nostalgic. It's just a damn good film. So I, I would have to re- readjust my um, initial score. I went from, this is a great movie, but I think that a lot of it is nostalgia. I watched it again and went, wow, this is actually really good. I see so much more now. So very interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so I have concerns because I think they're dumbing down the characters that people want and then that's going to be another negative impact for them because people have an expectation 
They're like, oh, we're bringing the characters that you want and no one love from the Netflix that gave us three seasons of a really dark, amazing trilogy and some of the best bad guy fleshed out character ever. Because in that series of Daredevil, his character is massively fleshed out and you really like him as a bad guy. You understand why he is the way he is. Uh, so they're not bringing, as far as I'm aware, Jessica Jones or Iron Fist because Iron Fist has kind of been written off because we have the Ten Rings storyline, uh, which is more accurate. Uh, and as far as I'm aware, they're not bringing any of the other. So it's weird that they're kind of picking same characters, yeah. same actors, mm-hmm. but different. It's very confusing. And I'm I'm confused at why they're doing a 16 episode or announced 16 episodes for Daredevil series when they won't do more than six for any of these other shows. Why? Wh- <laughs> right? Why wouldn't you? What the hell? Yeah, you have. Uh, and why wouldn't you do two seasons? Y- Even eight plus eight <laughs> is two seasons. Yeah, I don't know that. It, doesn't that strike you as odd? Like it's just. It's very odd. I don't get it. Like, I would just, I just, I want, I think I just want it to make sense. Do you think this is a new formula to how to get people to stay on the platform? So then you have a guaranteed 16 weeks of people that like Daredevil week on week Mm. on week on week on week on week on week. So then maybe they have a gap of when there's new content coming from their other series. That's giving them a bit of a breather so they make can work more on the other stuff could be it that could way be. it's a little sly but yeah. yeah but i mean it makes you think too like some of these shows that the criticism can be like well the, the final episode seemed rushed because we you yeah. know we've had all of this build up and then the finale happens and it's just like <laughs> and well if you had more episodes to really flesh some things out and to dive more into them then you i don't know okay yeah exactly mm. all right um yeah have we reached the end of the news i think so okay well hey everybody thank you for listening for for (laughs) tuning in to to the long ridiculousness we do appreciate it um you can (laughs) tweet at us at best we watched also don't forget about the patreon opportunity at patreon.com slash the bearded ones we would love to see over there there are a ton of videos for your watching enjoyment um if you have never watched us on YouTube, maybe head over there. Check out Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday or me, Chris, with Movies and Munchies, uh, just even to get a sense of what we look like and what we do um, in shorter form <laughs> there. <laughs> um, I'm not that short. Well, I'm not that short either, but we're, well, okay, yes, whatever. <laughs> maybe more brief. Maybe that's it, except I don't wear briefs. So that's a little TMI too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, that more than you ever wanted to know about us. And there, the, we will continue to bring you the ridiculousness and the tangents. Thank you so much again for uh, for listening, for tuning in. Uh, rate and review us wherever you happen to listen to the podcasts. And with that, we will see you next week. Take care. Take care.